Hey friends, welcome to the Retro Game Guys podcast. And it's the fifth episode of our second season. I'm your host, Dustin, and I'm joined by my three good friends, the retro gaming guru, Zach. Rock and roll! Uh, the infrequent gamer, Alex. That's me. And making his triumphant return to the podcast, yeah. our very own obsessive collector, JP. Yay! Yay. Collect them all! All right, welcome back, man. <laughs> welcome back. I'd like to point Thank out you. for our listeners out there in podcast land that JP does not smell like baby puke and mm. uh, has managed to actually dress himself appropriately. So, boy, JP. I'm, I'm proud of you. I smell like grown-up puke. <laughs> Hey, what, what happened last night? So I want to know, were you able to keep the game vault, or is it now full of diapers and uh, baby products? Like half of it's probably given <laughs> up. You know? Not right. too bad. All right. Uh, also, uh, those of you listening might be able to tell that we're recording this podcast live in front of a studio audience, as they say. Uh, we bought our brand of wit and charm, or something else, uh, a little up the road from the podcast studio to a lovely place called the AFK XP Tech and Game Center here in downtown Campbell, California. Uh, as a longtime barrier resident and a resident of Campbell, I uh, consider this area kind of a hidden gem. Uh, totally. and this location yeah. uh, matches that lovely vibe. Zach and I have uh, maybe uh, had a few drinks and done Gognum style over at the cartoon. <laughs> the I have a picture of that, us doing that back in the day. Uh, wow. That was last week. Yeah, Katie remember. Blooms. There's some great places here, and this place is uh, definitely in that realm. So uh, glad we can make this happen. All right, let's uh, kick off here with a few updates, Zach. A uh, few this time. Yes, a few. All right. <laughs> a few hundred? No, I'm yeah, saying. right. <laughs> All right. Well, Dustin said, welcome to the first live Retro Game Guys podcast. And hopefully... Yay! Yeah. We're just going to keep saying that throughout the whole <laughs> right. yeah. yeah. First, love us! Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. It's going to get quieter and quieter as you leave. <laughs> exactly. Well, hopefully this isn't our last live podcast. We'll see if we get invited back after the shenanigans that happened in this episode. Shenanigans. Well, this live podcast was made possible by our friends Eric, David, and the whole crew here at AFK XP Tech and Game Center. Thank you. Thank uh, you. We're also Thank excited you. to be partnering with the brand new retro game shop located here inside AFK XP, the Retro Fix, there right over here. Uh, and that's run by our buddy Rudy, who's Several, here today. Yeah, Rudy's over there. Yeah. Several of us have already made some purchases. Yes, yes. <laughs> I was joking before the podcast that this is the reason, Rudy's the reason why I wasn't able to make my mortgage last month. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, thank you guys for being so awesome to us and for hosting our podcast. How about another round of applause for these Yay! guys? Yay! Okay, all right. <laughs> So if you're in the Bay Area, you, I'm seeing a theme that's going to keep hitting that button. Just keep pushing Well, that it. one was louder than the last one, so this well, is getting yeah, better. Yeah, right? yeah, better energy. All right. So if you're in the Bay Area, you must drop into this place. AFK XP has a gaming center where you can play PC games with your friends, and they host regular gaming events like a monthly game swap meet, Smash tournaments, and Pokemon trading nights. Ooh, so really Pokemon. fun stuff. Yes. I mean, not. And while you're here, you can uh, buy some stuff from Rudy. You can go downstairs and get some beer and play some arcade games at Level Up Arcade. So there's a ton to do here. It's yeah, really, absolutely. Really I already had a nice little uh, snack, mini corn dog snack. It was right. very excellent. So right. very cool place here. Yeah, I also wanted to mention how hard these guys are here working to keep the Bay Area retro gaming scene alive. So please support these businesses and keep them thriving. Here, here. All right. So moving on to some other updates from me. So in our last episode on Donkey Kong, you guys remember that episode, the one that was like <laughs> 480 hours long? Yeah, that was a yeah, long at episode. At least. <laughs> I was, it was a couple, whole, couple commuting back and forth before I could actually finish it. I was like, good Lord, guys. <laughs> yeah. I was crying. That's ed edited down. Yeah, too. I know I know it is. I know you guys. I yeah. was crying editing. I'm like, it's still going. It's so long. <laughs> I thought it moved along okay. It was yeah. No, it did. It was really good. Did I you guys think it. it moved along okay? <laughs> hey! <laughs> oh, jeez. That's good. Oh, right. I just like right. how uh, Dustin kept making fun of me. Every podcast I listen to, oh, yeah. was like, oh, you're good. You got 15 kids. You coming back? Yeah. <laughs> by fuming. All right. Well, anyway, in, in, in that Donkey Kong episode, I dropped some trivia, and I said that Cranky Kong, so the old man gorilla in the Donkey Kong Country game on the SNES, was actually the original Donkey Kong from the 1981 arcade game. So he just got older and more cranky. 
Uh, and then I wondered, well, if Cranky Kong is the original Donkey Kong, well, then who the hell is the modern Donkey Kong? Right, right. And you guys said, well, that's got to be Donkey, Donkey Kong Jr., Jr. Yeah. right? Just all grown up. And it made perfect sense. It's so simple. Right. Well, uh, I went on the internet, and uh, I think you guys are actually wrong. What? That would yes. be the first time ever. <laughs> right, I'm sure. That would not be a shocker. <laughs> be right. so, uh, so in Donkey Kong Country... Uh, Cranky Kong actually calls Donkey Kong his grandson. No. So that can't be Donkey Kong Jr. Right. Because that would be his son, right? Right. Uh, so is the modern Donkey Kong then Donkey Kong Jr.'s son? <laughs> no. And then if so, like, what happened to Donkey Kong Jr. then? <laughs> so... <laughs> He's too busy okay. doing math. Right? Oh, there you go. There's a deep there's uh, a, retro a gaming joke right, right there. On. Yeah. Well, I went on a fan site, um, and there is this whole rumor about Donkey Kong Jr. actually being dead. Oh. Um, and <laughs> so, That's a little yeah. morbid. Wow. Yeah. This does not sound like a Nintendo-based rumor. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> People have a lot of time on their hands right? when they put together fan sites. Well, reading from this one fan site, it says, quote, Donkey Kong Jr. likely fought in the Great Ape War. <laughs> oh my God! Uh, in order to so keep his <laughs> the Great Ape War, <laughs> no. in order to keep his son, the new Donkey Kong, and family safe, his wife was either killed or went missing during the war. <laughs> what? And it's, nice. and it's thought that his disappearance in the games prior to Donkey Kong Country is linked to that battle. It's unknown if Donkey Kong Jr. survived the war or simply disappeared. Uh, this, is, this is like a uh, like deer hunter. This is, <laughs> that's what this is like. I was going to say, this is like the same people who ship like Kirk and Spock. Like oh, yeah. They come up with just, what? Yeah, What's going it, on it, it sounds like BS. This is like, <laughs> sounds like monkey business. I want to see that movie. Uh, the first boo. one, the first one. But no, seriously, Nintendo <laughs> needs to tell us what the heck happened to Donkey Kong Jr. It's a conspiracy. We need like a serial podcast all about... This thing or something. <laughs> Change.org petition, Alex? No, uh, yeah, those, usually, right those usually do something. <laughs> right, totally. <laughs> All right. Well, as for, my other up up, as for my other update, I'd like to bring in a very special guest. Uh-oh. And a guy who our longtime listeners will recognize. To some, he's known as the Golden God. Yeah. To others, he's known as Don Van Dam. And to Alex, he's simply known as my hero. <laughs> <laughs> so, Don, why don't you come on down, pull up a chair here, right. check out and this, join us. Check out these locks. <laughs> The golden, Le- golden legendary, guy. legendary. Yeah. I feel you're that just, you're, that's what you're jealous of. He's at, he has hair. <laughs> he flipped his I hair. Don't, <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever hidden that <laughs> yeah. at all. It's part of the gimmick. It's yeah, right, right. right. I mean, come on. Lean in, lean in there. All right. Excuse me, I'll lean in. Have you seen him? Uh, have you seen him turn water into wine yet? <laughs> that's oh, a good boy. trick. Boy. I was actually walking on water outside too. Yeah, yeah, all right. Screw him a little. I uh, can more? feel some heat coming off this guy right, right. now. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I'm right. gonna, I'm gonna have to like well. have to put my arm around him. Over this guy. It's fine. <laughs> like, it's yeah, 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 that was a, that it's was that's the excuse, yeah. right? <laughs> I know. I just need a reason to be close to someone. It's <laughs> fine. <laughs> so as we Who talk, isn't throwing up on you? Currently. <laughs> no, that's true. That's true. <laughs> That sounds like our weekends together. Right, that's yeah, that's right. exactly it. All right. So as we talked about ad nauseum on this podcast, Don and I have a running rivalry. Would you say, uh, it, would we call it a rivalry? Um, yeah, some sort of epic proportion kind of rivalry. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's at Street Fighter 2, my favorite game of all time. And that rivalry came to a head in our one-year anniversary podcast at the California Extreme Arcade Show back in July. Yeah. And it was there that I took down Don Van Dam in a best of three match with, in front of many onlookers. You guys, yeah. were, you guys was, were there. There was a few witnesses. There was a few. It was yeah. pretty disappointing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. I'm I got to. St- by the way, the stream is behind us, and I'm just like, oh, I just picked my nose on the stream. <laughs> so I got a different game with, when you got TV. In yeah, the, yeah. 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 Thank, thanks. I'm sorry, listeners. We're all about accuracy. <laughs> this is actually what happens. Well, getting back to Street Fighter. So at California Extreme, in, in uh, simply put here, my Blanca drank the blood. 
of your guile in M. Bison. Would you say that was... Uh, I, I would agree. Accurate? I would agree. Yeah. yeah. I think if I had chosen Ken, but, you know, I didn't, so... Hindsight. <laughs> what mattered was that it, it, was, it was a full loss. Yes. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. Well, after Don went home and became a family man, that's a guile joke, by the way, uh, he challenged me to a rematch, but this time on Super Street Fighter 2, and more specifically, the Super Street Fighter 2 machine that is downstairs at Level Up Arcade, the same one that you used, uh, used to win the Super Street Fighter 2 tournaments the last correct. couple of times, right? That's correct. Reigning champion. It's on record. So we could say this is your game and your machine, <laughs> right? In, in your house. Yes, it's actually well-maintained as well. <laughs> you know, right, yeah. The, the, there was a couple of glitches on some of the ones key, we were playing. But this except, is well-maintained here. D- except the, the difficulty switch is uh, a little high, I would yeah, say. Yeah, well, it's made at eight quarters, so it, it's successful. <laughs> <laughs> well, so last week, Don and I met here. We uh, had to wear disguises because we didn't want to tip off the press, right? <laughs> Uh, we, and we right. grabbed some beer, and we got what, like seven or eight bucks and quarters, and we got to work. We played over 30 games, and I would like Don here to share what he saw happen right. in the rematch. Go okay. ahead, sir. Fill in, fill in so, everything. Don't so, let me down. Okay, no, no, I won't let you down. It's, it's been hyped. I think you put it on, on Twitter and all that good stuff. Yeah, but he's been busy not caring about I know, I can tell. Uh, he's just no phoning in. He's got I didn't want to jinx it. I didn't want to jinx it, all right? <laughs> he's a Pepsi man. Uh, That's right. <laughs> Right. Yeah, so so we yeah, like Zach said, we probably had seven, eight bucks and quarters, nine, I don't know where it was. Yep. Um it did not go well for Zach to say overall. Oh really? He had he Ooh. had some like he had he had wins, but I had like <laughs> multiple streaks in there. Like Yeah, and with if anyone's played Super Street Fighter 2, there's a, a cheater character in there named DJ. It's only for I, cheaters. I wouldn't say he's broken. <laughs> that yeah. <laughs> that he went on this mad streak with. Uh, and I hadn't played anyone using that for like twenty years or something crazy. And I was the like, I just excuses are just coming Well, well yeah, I was gonna say if that's the case, then literally every character I use must be broken. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Super Turbo. I'm I, I'm a multi-character user on there for the most part. You are. Uh, I think I ran through like six, seven characters out of sixteen. I think it was. <laughs> and granted, like I'd lose, but I, I'd go on another streak with someone else. So, like, okay, I think, okay, okay. We get the point. You <laughs> know, I'm just trying to drive drive it home here. But essentially, I, we don't know what the score was. We just know it was more in my favor because I had more multiple match streaks than Zach did. So <laughs> yeah. hmm, Zach used I think Blanca and Ryu really, and I ended up using like. Uh, what was I? I think I, used, I picked Ryu accidentally, and I, I beat him like three times. Okay, all right. <laughs> so you were golden that day. Yeah. I give you. I will say, give DJ was like nice. a six yep. streak. T Hawk. <laughs> He's just gonna keep going. Know. He's just gonna keep going. We got, we got a whole. Take his sh- mic, yeah. JP. No. We got a whole show to get to, Don. Okay, just there was well. a lot of matches. I want to make sure the listeners are aware. You know? <laughs> well, I'm gonna there shake your hand here. Losses. You did uh, come out victorious. You came out on top. I will give it to you. Good. Uh, so hey, yeah, that was my Rocky two story for that. Absolutely. <laughs> well, technically, it was unofficial because there were no witnesses, I will tell you. Um, yeah. And I, one thing I, fr- uh, I failed Still to mention was that uh, we were drinking beer, right? Oh, now he's drunk. drunk. He had a beer. A beer, but it one. Meant, it oh, but it was like an IPA, like really high alcohol content, nah. right? It was, yeah. <laughs> may as well have been a cider. Was, it, actually, yeah. they brought it in from Utah. It was oh, a 3 okay. yeah, beer. special. <laughs> But it is known that beer messes with your hand-eye coordination. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, uh-huh. but anyway. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, hey, you know, congratulations, sir. Should we call it a, a one-to-one score? I think that's it fair. Sounds like yeah. it, was, yeah. it sounds, sounds like it was going, more like 30-to-one, like, Yeah, though. it sounds like you beat him once and then <laughs> yeah. he beat you multiple <laughs> times. Yeah, right? that's true. Did I get true. that right? If we go based on just match wins, then I would win. Yeah. I, listen, I'm just an infrequent gamer. Yeah. but You're trying to be impartial. You're trying to be impartially impartial. I'm just trying to say you beat him a lot of times. Yes. And then he didn't. 
And unfortunately, you guys were not here to witness it. I am well. I think yeah. uh, you know maybe Eric was. You know, he's pretty good at it. posting uh, stuff on social media. Yeah, I'm I, surprised. I, oh, I know it's curated. <laughs> that he didn't. <laughs> he totally alluded it. Oh, you will share the results soon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm a little. I'm a little shocked. It was a non-tournament setting. Oh, okay, oh, let me just put oh, it yeah. that way. Oh, All right. Yeah. And well, this uh, was California Extreme title belt match. Yeah. Well, Golden God, you were golden. Congratulations yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, guys. Uh, so if you want to settle it, you, you want to play Contra later? We'll do... Uh... <laughs> you have to allow me to prepare, but sure. <laughs> I right, saw sure. your scores on, on Twitter. I don't think I'm going to... You know what? This thing going to come right. close today. You get the victory, my friend. Thanks Thank for stopping right. by. I appreciate right. it. All right. Thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you. All right. Well, <laughs> hallelujah. That guy's a cheater. <laughs> <laughs> dirty, dirty cheater. Good job, Don. Sore uh -huh. loser. All right. All right. And those are my updates. Hey, hey, hey. All right. Well, thank you, Zach, for trying to keep it shorter than last month, at least. About 12 uh, hours shorter. Yeah, right. There's a few updates uh, from me here on my state and the state of our podcast. Uh, I've spent... You flew in from L.A., Alex. Uh, my I spent, arms are tired. Yeah, da da dum bum I've spent basically eight-something hours in the car the last uh, mm. 24 hours driving all around Northern California to various family and other events including a party that went into the wee hours last night where there was one of the awesomest things I've ever seen, which was live band karaoke. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. It was so much fun. Uh, what so would they like to be the band, though? Oh, here they, comes those another guys guy were really, can Those, those guys were really into it. They were really cool. They had a list of like 50 songs. I've my uh, coworker uh, did New York, New York, but he's uh, like he's a Broadway kind of guy. Like he does theater, so his New York, New York was like really good. And you went on after him. I went on after him, <laughs> not right, but I was like, thank God there was a gap. And here's Dustin doing Creedence Clearwater Revival. <laughs> close, close. I did. Uh, I picked Brian Adams' Summer of '69, mm. uh, which is not about the summer of '69, but we'll continue. But we'll continue. Yeah. Um, I forgot how high that song is. Nice. How I'm I'm get a couple. Of, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to try to be up here the whole time. So my throat might be a little ragged today from that and yelling. Yeah, not too bad. But uh, just you didn't pick Queen or something <laughs> like that. I almost picked uh, Kiss by Prince, and mm -hmm. but that the whole time you don't have to oh. be beautiful the whole time. I was like, oh, never mind. I'm not doing that. <laughs> so anyway, so I'm here. I'm put together. I barely made it, but we're good to go. Um, so let's talk about our podcast a little bit here. I was looking at our stats earlier today, and I saw our Strider episode uh, has hit number six on our most downloaded episodes list. Pretty cool. Wow, ching, ching, ching. Yeah, yeah ching, ching, ching. Yeah, that's a pretty recent one, but it shot up the charts. Yep. Um, but there was two big surprises on that list for me. At least they were uh, big surprises to me. First off, Shooting all the way up to number three on the list right now is our Halloween episode on Splatterhouse. Wow. It's, it's just going crazy. Uh, so appreciate that. Everybody downloading that and giving that a listen. That was a fun one to do. Lots of blood and weirdness. Um, so I'm really happy to see that one. Well, I think that was because so of my well uh, cameo. My cameo. I oh, called that's right. You called sick. into that episode. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a big one. The yeah. cameo that we yeah. had to edit so badly because <laughs> you, you were sick and swearing the well, whole time. <laughs> and then we also had the band cameo on that episode, that's too. Right. That's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. Right? Cameo That's from right. Cameo. Bow, All right, please continue. Bow, bow. Yeah. Second surprise. When I looked at our stats last week, our Rygar episode had made it in the top 10, but uh, when I looked today, that one was gone. No, Rygar. And in its place at number 10, our very first episode on Mario Bros. Oh, my God. Wow. Like, I was not expecting to see that one have come, make it such a comeback. So let's see a show of hands. Who's actually heard the first episode of the Retro Game Guys podcast? No, wow. Not oh, no, that's too many. It, <laughs> that's too, that's too that, many. Uh, but that added up to the number of people who have uh, listened to it. No, yeah. <laughs> it's for the a record. few more than yeah. that. 
Um, but yeah, I was really surprised to see that. Uh, it's uh, hopefully that means we're getting some uh, some new listeners out there, and they're starting from uh, scratch, like our buddy Robert. Yeah. Well, and if you don't uh, know Robert, in our last episode we talked about him. He's from Australia or Austria. I can't remember which which. <laughs> right. Uh, but uh, he listened to every podcast episode, like we were talking about, um, from start to finish. Like 30 episodes or something, something like that. Like that yeah. uh, took him like a month. He's just a savage. Wow. Like, right. uh, and he's not alone. People have done that. Absolutely. So, yeah. so I'm well, happy to hear thank that. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think, JP, you've even heard every episode. No, no, I haven't. Uh, so he's yeah. still trying to finish the Donkey Kong episode. <laughs> I, know, I'm, I'm, I still got about 15 minutes left on it. Right. Well, how does it end? Right. All right. So <laughs> it's, it's a twist, bro. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, apparently, he dies in a great war. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. So, All right. Speaking of new listeners, I wanted to recognize a couple of countries showing our podcast some love from around the world. Welcome to those of you listening in from Taiwan and wow. Slovakia. Oh, wow. Greetings, and I, uh, I hope you've been enjoying our little corner of retro gaming fun. Oh, you're not going to do any uh, Mandarin or Slovak? Dude, when I, tried, when I tried to do German, I messed up the English. We're not even going into <laughs> Mandarin, okay? <laughs> All right, guys, uh, let's get into the show. For this episode, we're covering the arcade platformer Contra. If you'd like to give Contra a play before listening to the rest of this episode, there are a couple of different options. There's the uh, original NES cartridge, which is how most of us played it back in the day, I think, except me, probably. Did they, did they have Contra on Genesis? Uh, yeah, later on. Different oh, okay. game. Not the oh, different game. One. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Hashtag Genesis household. <laughs> that's right. It's also available for the Commodore 64. I know some of our audience are all about the Commodore 64. Yeah. Does anyone love the Commodore 64 here? Yeah, I got a couple of yeah. hands here. Yeah, I, I've never had... The Commodore 64, but I, I totally want one. I heard there's totally. a like a replica, a full size okay, replica yeah. coming out yeah, at some is. point. It's pretty cool. I only played the uh, like the computer that I had as a kid was Apple IIc. Totally, that's the one I played uh, Karateka on. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the the game that JP said sounds like a, a cross between karate and erotica. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Apple II was my uh, Oregon Trail game uh, machine oh, yeah? back in the day. Back uh, in my middle school, we used to play Oregon Trail on the two E. I think it was. What's that saying? That's a uh, you, you, you died of dysentery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> which I did several times. Um, also, there were quite a few uh, ports of this game over the years for the PS2, the Xbox 360, the Nintendo DS, the Wii, and there were even some uh, mobile versions, although uh, sadly, like Splatterhouse, the phone versions of Hibble now nowadays are just rip-off garbage, so don't <laughs> get those. Um, outside of those early ports, there are two really fantastic ways to play if you're on newer devices. Uh, Arcade Archives has done their normal bang-up job and converted Contra over for the PS4. Uh, we've done many of their ports in past episodes, and they're all really well done. Uh, as it was for Moon Patrol, Mario Brothers, and uh, Rygar ports. Yeah, this, that was one. This one, uh, this one will set you back eight bucks, just like those ones. Um, for the quote-unquote true Contra fan, uh, earlier this year, Konami released the Contra Anniversary Collection in celebration of the company's 50th anniversary. So for 20 bucks, you get 10 different versions of the game, including the original American and Japanese releases. You can die in all those releases. You, die can, you can die quickly in every single right? version of the game. Uh, exactly. So this version's not only available for the Switch, but it's on the Xbox One, it's on the PS4, and it's also available on Steam as well. And I saw it was on sale on Steam recently, oh, so okay. if you kind of watch the yeah. prices, they've kind of gone. I just, I was, if, if any of these games are Bill on the Switch, I always just get on the Switch because yeah. it's the easiest thing to just carry around and have it yep. have it go. And I know Zach is probably going to say this, but if you can play that Japanese version, you should because it's an even better version of the of the yeah. version we got exactly. here. Totally, I know he's going to talk yeah. more about that. Absolutely. Spoiler alert, right? <laughs> All right, That's guys. what I'm here to do. <laughs> right, right. Do you remember how to do this, JP? It's been a while. For... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Moving on. Uh, in this Contra episode of the Retro Game Guys podcast, Zach will take us through the history of the game. We'll hear about memories of the game from the community and our guys in the room. 
and we'll chat about our experiences replaying the game, and we'll also see who comes out in second to Zach this month. That's accurate. <laughs> it wasn't me. I'll spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, JP will then school us on the world of collecting, and we'll wrap with our retro game giveaway, where someone here in the room will uh, win an original copy of Contra, and then plus we'll do a giveaway to of Super C to one of our friends on social media. Who wants to win a copy of Contra today? Yeah. You want, uh, we've got some, we've got some uh, raffle Alex tickets does. over here. Yeah, Alex. I do. <laughs> Alex I would has like a raffle ticket. Yeah, Alex. Yeah, someone gave you a raffle ticket for yeah, the right. podcast. That's great. That's, so he can actually play. I thought it was for a drink. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. If you want to win our next retro game giveaway, like last episode's winner, Robert D. Follow at Retro Game Guys on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Before each episode, we'll ask for your memories of our featured game, and we'll pick the winner from those responses. Now to kick off this episode, here's Zach to give us a bit of the background, history, and interesting facts about Contra. All right, thank you, Dustin. You're welcome. Well, Contra is a run-and-gun action game developed and published by Konami, one of my favorite third-party developers, by the way. And it was released in the arcades in February of 1987. And the NES version that most of us remember came out almost exactly a year later in 1988. Uh, the arcade version of Contra was designed by Koji Hiroshida, while the NES version was designed by Shinji Kitamoto under direction from Shigiharu Umezaki. And it's so nice because Dustin got it from the table when I was saying those Japanese names, so he can't I, I give me any crap. I think you nailed it. I think I, I, think nailed you it? Nailed I got it? it. Yeah. All right, yeah. cool. I think it's because he's not in front of you going, come on, do it, <laughs> yeah. do it. Mm -hmm. here's, a, here's a real long one. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. All right. Shigiharu Umazaki. I practiced that one. All right. Well, Mr. Umazaki would later produce several titles in the Castlevania series, one of my favorites. Uh, by the way, when are we going to do Castlevania 2 or 4? Hopefully not. Go back to that. Hopefully not. <laughs> That's right. A lot of jumping in that game. Uh, lots of jumping. I miss Castlevania. Those were good games. At least the demo. <laughs> I knew it. I knew that was going to come out. the demo. Well, like many games of the era, the team that made Contra was very modest. The ending of the game lists only 10 hands-on people, including five graphic designers and five programmers. It's a lot of awesome for that many, that few people. Absolutely, crazy. yeah. Crazy. So the plot and design of Contra uh, was heavily influenced by the action hero movies of the 1980s, specifically Rambo, Predator, and even the Alien films. Mm -hmm. And those three franchises are referenced heavily in the Contra box art. We have uh, a box uh, here on the table. You can check it out. So the drawings of the two Contra heroes are blatant rip-offs of Arnold Schwarzenegger and Predator and Sly Stallone and Rambo. And between the two characters, there's this oddly orange-looking H.R. Uh, Geiger-inspired alien. <laughs> like, what's going on there? Uh, and somehow they got away with that box. I don't know right, how, that, right. how that happened. Um, so while we know this game is Contra here in the States, the game goes by many different names elsewhere. There's Contora in Japan, Probotector in Europe, and Grizor, which was used on some home computer releases. Now, the Japan Arcade Instruction Card says... That the name Contra is, quote, a title awarded to a superior soldier possessing almost superhuman drive and ability while excelling in guerrilla tactics. <laughs> Sounds pretty tough. Like, yeah. like almost superhuman. Almost. Superhuman. Almost. Yeah. Not quite. Until you get hit once. Right. I'll tell you, right? <laughs> <laughs> you get that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, oddly enough, just two months uh, before the initial release of the game, the Iran-Contra affair came to light which was a scandal where the Reagan administration in America was secretly funding the activities of a Nicaraguan resistance fighter group called the Contras. Uh, this revelation uh, led to a ton of congressional hearings on TV, and the word Contra was uh, used ex extensively. Right. Entered the American lexicon, I think, at that, Absolutely, at that point. Absolutely, yeah. Um, so there was some debate as to whether the, the game Contra was purposefully named after the resistance group, with Konami never publicly admitting it. Uh, lending a bit of credence to the idea is the fact that the end theme in the game is called Sandinista, right. which just so happens to be the name of the opponents of the real-life Contras. So, coincidence? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe not. 
So whatever the case, the, by the time of the sequel, Konami appeared to want to distance themselves a bit from the Iran-Contra affair and its implications. February 1990, Super Contra was renamed by Konami for the American market as Super C. <laughs> yeah. They even tried to spin the name by insisting on the box that the C stood for Commando. <laughs> it's like, like second line, like, you guys are Super Commandos. Uh -huh. like, hmm, I don't think so. I think Super C is a terrible name for a game, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Don't you guys think? Yeah. yeah. It's, awful. it's like what happened. Yeah, it's like, oh man, you're feeling sick? You should take some. Right, it's like a super vitamin, C. Right. Take your Super C. <laughs> right. Well, according to the NES manual, uh, the story of Contra goes like this. You guys ready? No oh, boy. Only the strong survive. So in 1957, a large object, very specific, by the way, 1957, right. a large object from outer space crashed into Earth's Amazon basin near the lost ruins of the Mayan civilization. Now, scientists worldwide her heralded the incident as a trivial cosmic occurrence. They, Never, they heralded it as yeah, trivial. trivial. <laughs> Everyone, listen to me. Yeah. This means nothing. It says, and it was soon, <laughs> the, soon the collision was forgotten. Never mind this massive <laughs> smoking hole. Like, it's nothing happening here. Right. It's very trivial collision. Right. <laughs> Do you hear me heralding this? I'm heralding this like crazy. Please. Now, 30 years later, rumors of an evil force uh, have swept into the Pentagon's front office, like the lobby or something, I guess. I don't know. Uh, and tales from frightened villagers of a hideous being with an army of alien henchmen are sending chills down the spines of top military brass. <laughs> Unwilling to upset the current political stability, an all-out assault on the region has been overruled. So, like, here's a bunch of, like, alien henchmen and this evil stuff going on, but we don't want to disrupt, yeah. you know, the political system or anything right, like that. Right, right, right. In the Amazonian basin. Right, <laughs> because everyone's watching there. Right. <laughs> right, well, instead, they sent two of America's most cunning, courageous, and ruthless soldiers from the Special Forces Elite Commando Squad, or the SFECS. <laughs> the Sfax. <laughs> the Sfax. Uh, and they've been selected to seek out and destroy those alien intruders. Good luck. Uh, the manual goes on to say... Congratulations, pal. You're one of the chosen. But before you take pride in being the best, be warned. You're about to come face-to-face -face against Red Falcon, the cruelest life form in the galaxy. He arrived on Earth 30 years ago. That's six months in alien's lifespan. Like, what? They're like anti-dogs? Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> <That's>, uh, <laughs> what? So they're, they're trying to establish a foothold from which they will attempt to conquer our world and then use it as a stepping stone towards their ultimate fiendish goal. What do you guys think it is? A cheese sandwich. Right. <laughs> a Dairy Queen someone, franchise. Someone bring me a cheese sandwich. <laughs> Domination of the universe. So oh, you, okay. Yeah. Needless is this is the manual reading on here. Needless to say, playing hero won't be easy, but you have no choice. You must be a hero. Because if you fail, life as we know it will cease to exist, and the vile red falcon will rule forever. If you succeed, well, it doesn't matter because I doubt you will. <laughs> wow. That's, that's what it nice. says in the wow. manual. That's nice. So this is actually what a, hold on, what a pep talk. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> well, I will say that at least this is better written than the freaking Castlevania man. That was, for sure. <laughs> yeah, horrible. <laughs> like, but what, what a lucky assignment for these two uh, super soldiers, right? Yeah. Like, oh, you know, listen, this could be the the end of the world as we know it. So instead of sending like the whole U.S. Army right. and stuff, we're only going to send you <laughs> right. two, right. and that's it. And yeah. and. and just kind of wave as we drop you out of yeah, the helicopter. See you. Hey, yeah. what, what are you guys going to do? Good luck, oh, guys. I can see them on. flying off the helicopter. <laughs> and if you succeed, it doesn't matter because you won't. <laughs> exactly. Thanks, guys. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thanks for the yeah. <laughs> vote of confidence there. <laughs> right. right. Uh, so in the game, you play as either Bill Riser in a one-player game or Lance Bean as a second player. That guy was in uh, 98 Degrees, wasn't he? <laughs> Lance Bean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's very athletic, so it makes oh, okay. perfect sense, yeah. right? All right, you set out to penetrate the enemy base and destroy the Red Falcon's entire operation. Two guys, man, against wow. the whole alien force. <laughs> right. Good job. Uh, now, the controls for Contra are easy to learn. Uh, use the control pad to run left and right on the side-scrolling stages anyway. And your button A jumps, and your button B fires a weapon. Well, yeah. 
Did, did you speaking of the jumping? Did any of you guys, the rest of you guys, notice how the jumping? beautiful we knew jumping the beautiful somersaulting yeah. that the character was doing? Well, yeah. yeah. Well, I was aware that you could jump. Period. I don't know if you were <laughs> right. Right. Well, the oh, sun, yes, I heard when I did, the learn, I, one, did how, yeah. I didn't know how to jump on this one, uh-huh. not like the last one. Uh, but you know, his somersaulting was really reminded me of the uh, old Impossible Mission. It's it very tight. Good. It's a very, very tight roll. Very, very tight roll. Very yeah. tight roll. Uh, not quite as good as the Impossible Mission, but you know, I'll give it a pass. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> one of the most memorable aspects of Contra is the character's ability to fire in eight directions, so you can just go nuts and blow up stuff all around you. Um, and to help you blow stuff up, there's a number of special weapons or power-ups, and right. they can make a world of difference. <laughs> yeah. So you get the power-ups by shooting flying sensors or stationary pillbox sensors. Once you shoot the sensors, an icon falls out and lands on the ground, and sometimes they fall in a water, uh, the water or a pit and disappear, which, t- which totally sucks. Right. Uh, now, provided you can pick up an icon without getting shot in the face, <laughs> you can find yourself with a rapid gun, a machine gun, a laser gun, flamethrower, or the almighty... Spread weapon, which is, which, is, which is the best, mm-hmm. Mr. S. There's also a force field that makes you invincible for a period of time, which always tends to run out, like, right before it, like, right when you, when you actually you still, need it. Right, <laughs> it burn, right on. All right, so basically your goal is to shoot, keep shooting, and shoot some more, and try not to get hit while racking up a high, uh, racking up a high score. Now, if you do get hit, you die instantly. Yeah. There's no headshots in this game. You said, you know, try not to get shoot in the, shot in the face. It doesn't matter. You can get yeah. shot in the knee. You can get shot in the toe. Yeah, yeah, you can nothing. look matter. at a bullet cross-eyed. Why are they wearing armor? Like, why? It's like they're this special <laughs> uh, commando squad or whatever. No, no, they no, can't right. even take they a bullet. They have pants. Like, they don't have shirts on. Oh, they do. That's right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. They're, they're, even so their the, pants. Of course, JP them. would notice that part. That's <laughs> <laughs> It's the details. Listen, you're going into <laughs> See, the... See, they have shirts in the opening screen. Where did, what happened to the shirts? They Pool tore, party? They tore them off right before they started. Oh, like, oh Hulk, you're right. Hulk Hogan yeah, Hulk out. Yeah. <laughs> right? So, yeah, there's only... By the way, there's only three lives in the game, too. So not only do you die when hit, but you only have three lives unless right. you put in a well-known code that we'll talk about later. Absolutely. Now, Contra is notorious for its difficulty. In uh, 2007, IGN put up a top ten, to, top 10 list of toughest games to beat. Uh, Battletoads was on that list, number eight. I'm sure uh, you guys all remember playing <laughs> that was Battletoads. Number, number eight? <laughs> I know, right? What was one through seven? No oh kidding. my god. Yeah. So they well, said, well, their, their number three was Shinobi for the PS2, which I've never played. Uh, no, I don't think I But it sounds hard. Uh, it, must be, <laughs> it must be hard. So I won't Harder than Battletoads, apparently. Right, forget that. Uh, then number two was the original Mega Man, and Contra mm-hmm. was number one. And I got a... Like, what? Yeah. Uh, I got a problem with that. Yeah. There's no way... So Battletoads number one. Battletoads should be much higher than eight. I agree with you guys. Uh, and it, uh, Mega Man is pretty tough, but I don't think it deserves to be in the top three. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but I would say like my top three would be like Ghosts and Goblins. <laughs> it's hard as hell. It, that game, that game's not that hard because it only has that one first screen. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> you can't get past. Can't right. Get, yeah. It's, uh, that's it. You're done. Ninja Gaiden's another one. Super hard. Yeah. Uh, that's one of those games where like if you get far in the game, you die. You go way oh, back and restart. That. Yeah. So you have those those instances where you you restart and you kind of pause the game and you just sit back in your chair and you go. <sighs> that was that was again. Battletoads for me a couple yep. of times where it's like, oh really? Thanks. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> right. Thank you. Uh, and then uh, Ninja Turtles on the NES. That was another one that uh, mm. brutal, brutal, mm-hmm. brutal. I, was, and, I and, would always say boy in his blob because I never knew what to yeah. do in that game. I'm just like, here, eat this. Yeah. What do you want to do? <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised you didn't put Galaga in your top three, oh, you mm. big wuss. Well, <laughs> you can't technically be Galaga. I guess oh, there's, some, oh, there's okay. some agreement by some okay. gamers that it's level 30. You, but. I saw your Christmas present over there, by the way. A copy of Galaga 90 for so, TurboGrafx-16. The funny thing is, last Christmas, my, so we uh, episode number two, Galaga, very difficult. I may have banged my head against the wall a few times on that. Um, for that Christmas, my wife bought me one of those mini Galagas. <laughs> it was like it was like a you know it was a joke. She's basically. totally yeah. taunting you. I was like, oh, man, and I'd be like, oh great, I can't wait to play this. I'm like, 
just like crush it. <laughs> right. Uh, well, let's get back to Contra. So the game is one of the more popular retro games uh, to speedrun, thanks to its many strategies and short length. Uh, speedrunner Angry Lanks has the single-player world record run of, get this, nine minutes and 50 seconds. Oh, wow. wow. Fast. <laughs> Jeez. Um, wow. And he also set the two-player world record in cooperation with this guy named the Mexican Runner. Oh, you heard yeah. about this guy? Oh, yeah. 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 We've talked about him in previous episodes. Uh, so this guy, if you haven't heard about the Mexican Runner, he has the world record in Battletoads. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, he also has some other top three finishes, including in Cuphead, if you guys have played Cuphead. Uh, you know, came out in 2017. Is inspired by some cartoons from the 1930s. Off the charts, amazing art style. But it's known it's for its extreme. beautiful and it's so hard. Indeed, it's really hard. So this guy only gets world records in games like that. And if that wasn't enough, this guy also has finished every single licensed NES game in the world while streaming. <laughs> wow. Every single one. Yeah. yeah. So I'm kind of a fan. If you haven't, if you can't, he's uh, kind of fanboying over here. We're going to talk to him on this podcast one of these days. Got to do that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, the, arc- uh, the original arcade music for Contra was composed by Kazuki Murakawa. Nice. Muraoka. Oh, <laughs> oh, I messed it up. Dang it. <laughs> I even spelled it out phonetically. Dang it. <laughs> and the t- oh, here's, here's two more. And the team in charge of converting the soundtrack to the NES was Hidenori Meizawa and Kiyohiro Sada. Yay. All right, high five here. Mr. Meizawa was the go-to guy at Konami when it came to arcade conversions, and he also had a small role in the music composition for Castlevania. Go back to Castlevania. So awesome soundtrack. Uh, On that note, note, let's take a break and listen to a track from Contra. So should we play a track from Contra? Yeah, I guess, right? right, Yeah. let's play a track from Contra. We usually have this You're not kind of set up a little this, right? bit better. But no. Yeah. yeah. No. This isn't Come on, JP. You should have this up and ready. What are, you, what are you doing right now? You're just over there holding your pen. I don't have a pen. <laughs> You're not. <laughs> You're pulling on your finger then. I just somewhere down there. <laughs> He's like, how much longer can I stay away from the baby? How, how much longer can I make use this as an excuse? Oh, I'm, I'm already owing so much for this. <laughs> you haven't yawned very much, though. Actually, I'm really no, impressed. I'm getting a pretty good amount of sleep. Yeah, I hate yeah. you right now. I hate you too. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, I've got yeah. I've got a five year old I don't get enough sleep because of. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Oh, it's perfect timing too. Oh yeah. That was like perfect timing. Here we go. Here's the. Yeah. That's almost exact. That's, that's almost funny. on time. That's pretty dang good. I like it's, that. It's good stuff. Just kind of sets the tone. It's a good ringtone for your phone if you want it. Hold on, ringtone. You, you <laughs> don't. Why aren't you answering your phone? Hold on, the good part's coming up. <laughs> why aren't you answering your phone? Because it's 2019. Text me. <laughs> <laughs> this guy calls me. This guy yeah. calls me, and I'm like, I'll text him back. What do you want? No, speak <laughs> with your words. Yeah. It's like you know who else calls me? My mother. That's it. Yeah. Well, you answer both calls, so. Well, they're both worried about you, so answer the phone. <laughs> it's right. Yeah. It's a long track. Yeah. There you go. All right. That's Contra. That's jazzy. That's awesome. very jazzy. There is a, there's a few bands out there that have covered Contra music. In fact, uh, our, my buddy Eric here that uh, uh, helped us hook us up with this show, uh, he's booked a few of the bands that have played like NES game yeah. tunes, right? Like they, yeah. this one called the Mini Bosses and a couple other ones, uh, and they just tear it up. I love those kind of things. I've, I've seen, uh, I took my kids, my older kids to the, there was a Pokemon Symphony 
uh, downtown San Jose thing where they had Pokemon videos going and, and they were playing the music a lot. Yeah. It was so much fun. The kids are super into it. Like yeah. so, uh, good way to expose them to some kind of different musical genres. By it's about video games and then right. oh, they get to see like actual classical music. Well, so I don't know what it is about the NES music, but it's really good for like a two guitar melody thing. Oh, okay. You know? so they have these two mm. lead guitars just going off playing the music. It's it's really cool. Being so, Malmsteen. Check it. <laughs> yeah, a little slower than you <laughs> yeah, get Malmsteen. Right. 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 All right, by the way, the, the, we didn't get to it, but the theme, when you beat a level, how iconic is that? It's very good. Yeah, it's, it feels like success, and it better yeah. if you got that far. You need that, like, <laughs> at the end of meetings at work, you should just play that. All right, that's it, and that's a wrap. Or use that to end the meeting. That's the end. That's the wrap it up button. I'm sorry, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. The music told me it's time to be done. Rip your shirt off and just run through the door. There goes Dustin again. Yeah. <laughs> Why does he have an assault rifle? <laughs> oh, oh, that took a turn. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. That's going to so, happen well, one day now. I love yeah, my yeah. job. I need my coworkers listening. <laughs> <laughs> You're all great. Yeah. Oh, he's part Sorry, of the... let's edit that out. My, my apologies for that one. <laughs> oh, you didn't know Dustin's part of the SPSK, whatever? He's uh, yeah. Sporks or whatever? Yeah, he's flying to the whatever. Okay, uh, all right. The, yeah. So while Contra was popular in the arcades, it was a smash hit on the NES, and the game's success owed a lot to the fact that it was simply a badass co-op game, totally. two-player game. Yeah. And uh, this came at a time when most games were either single-player or two-player turn-based games. Um, a review, except Freeway. Except <laughs> yeah, that was cool. That was Freeway it, yeah. was head-to-head. Yeah, we got to rematch there again. Absolutely. Uh, a review from the June 1998 issue of Computer Gaming World magazine talks about this saying, quote, Two-player contests are always in demand because most video games are designated for a solo gamer. Contra is, Contra is doubly welcome because it is truly an outstanding action epic. Mm-hmm. That's great stuff. Uh, and Contra didn't just work as a co-op game. It was truly an experience, right? I mean, yeah. players could either help or hinder each other. <laughs> and it took some serious <laughs> coordination uh, to complete the game. I mean, you'd, and, and, I mean, how many friendships were tested by playing two-player Contra. On this level, On this one here oh, with yeah. the waterfalls. Yeah. So we're waterfall, waterfall yeah. level. Yeah, on the screen, we got the waterfall level up. Two. And it, yeah, some, yeah, see right there, this guy, yeah. one guy's jumping like crazy, the other guy can't keep up. Player one doesn't care, just keeps going. <laughs> oh, I was hitting my brother that's like many what, times for that one. Just, that's what it's like playing with Zach, right there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of a... I'm just going to keep going. Yeah. No. You know you can wait, right? <laughs> nah, but I'm nah, not. Nah, nah, we're nah, good. We're good. kind of a special weapon uh, stealer, too, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of a... There's, a word. There's a word for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All, right, yeah. All right. Well, as far as sales go, according to the October 1996 issue of Electronic Gaming Monthly, page 142, if you have it, just laying around, right, by the right. way, uh, Contra and its five sequels had amassed a sale, mass sales of over 4 million copies in the eight years since the first one was released. So mm-hmm. pretty popular. Uh, by the way, uh, if you guys love Contra, um, you got to check out Life Force. It's another awesome two-player simultaneous and the Contra code works in that too. It's a space shooter Konami game. Yeah, releaser, Konami game. Yeah. It's a space shooter. It's one of the few space shooters that I'm actually okay at. Um, and Jackal, it's a game where you drive attack jeeps. It's another oh, yeah, two-player simultaneous. Made by, Con- made by Konami around the same era. Mm-hmm. So it's got that Contra vibe. Okay. So again, if you love Contra, those are highly recommended. Cool. Uh, now today, Contra has over a dozen sequels, including the previously mentioned Super C, which is excellent despite its lame title. <laughs> and uh, But it'll make you feel better. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, there's a terrible NES sequel called Contra Force. Uh, it's a U.S. exclusive that bombed. <laughs> and Contra 3 The Alien Wars, which was one of the highlights of the SNES. You guys got to play it if you haven't okay. already. Uh, the most recent Contra game as of this recording is Contra uh, Rogue Corps, 
which is available for all the major consoles as well as PC. Uh, although I wouldn't necessarily rush out to buy it. Wouldn't rip your shirt off and, and run out. But I want to EB Games, right? Yeah. To EB Games. They have it right on the corner here. Electronics Boutique, yeah. Because the reviews are not that great. Uh, one of our listeners, by the way, mentioned that an indie game called Blazing Chrome, have you guys played this one? Mm-hmm. Nope. Mm-hmm. He said that that game is more Contra than modern Contra. Oh, okay. Oh, really? So, yeah, I, I haven't played it, but based what on that it, recommendation. Uh, what you play it on? Uh, Switch, I think. Oh, well, Switch. It's on a, I think it's on Steam, too. Steam. Oh, okay. That sounds like a Steam game. Yeah. Blazing Chrome. Blazing Chrome. So I think one of the, uh, the great things about the series is that Konami continues to make Contra games for all major platforms. So this allows Contra fans to play the games no matter what system they own. This feels like a franchise will continue to be able to play on whatever systems come out in the future. Even someday the Xbox Series X, oh Model X, Type X. Yeah, so many Xs. <laughs> it's like Vin Diesel's going to come out and represent. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, like I, what I really, I, I have to admire Microsoft for, for just going all in yeah, on they're committed. terrible naming. They're committed to that. They're X. like, all of our game name, uh, system names have been horrible. We go 360, then we go one, now we got one S, one R, one X, and then now we'll go Series X. Like they're they're just like we're all in on terrible game. Soon names. they're just gonna call it Box. You know what's you know what'd be really good if <laughs> you Microsoft ha- if you box. have a system name like the PS4. What are you gonna name the next one? PS5. Five. It's easy. Done. Yep. Like write to check. Nintendo's no. kind of like that. They have to rethink the whole thing, right? right? right. We, I don't know. Well, they had the no, Wii U. No, no, they had the Wii U, yeah. yeah. yeah that, well, Although, that, that was a rumor. That, did that actually come out? Like, oh, you have one. That's I, right. Yeah, and, and if you'd like to, you know, our listeners in the audience today, I believe they have one for sale over here. If you'd like, to, <laughs> if yeah. you'd like one. Right. Anyway. <laughs> well, that wraps up the history segment. Now, to help us learn more about the game, here are five ridiculously interesting ridiculously facts. interesting facts. About Contra. And here we go. Number one, Contra was not the first game to use the Konami code. Uh, as I'm sure the listeners know, you enter up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA start on the title screen, and you get 30 lives instead of the paltry three you'd normally start with. Now, this made the game so much easier and more fun for casual players. Um, but while Contra made the Konami code famous, the first game to use it was the classic shooter, Gradius. Mm-hmm. Uh, that game kicks my butt, by the way. Even with the, the Konami code, I'm just like, yep, put it down. Um, <laughs> but, you, but if you put the code I hear in... a future podcast uh, no. possibility no. there. Yeah. I'm actually really good at Gradius. I, I take that back. <laughs> but you get, if you put the code in, you get a bunch of the weapons in the game. So that helps a, a little bit. But you still mostly die in one hit, which kind of sucks. All uh, right. So number two, a version of Contra... Hey, has, hey, hey. What? You forgot the whole part oh, about part? other things. What other things? Oh, that's right. There's more to the Contra code. There is or more the, to the Contra code. Tell the, us more, Zach. I would love to tell you more. <laughs> and by the way, people do call it either the Contra code or the Konami code. Yeah. You know, it's kind of interchangeable. Absolutely. But yeah, you're right. You can enter the Konami code in other places. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever done this, but um, there's certain websites that make weird stuff happen if you enter the code yeah. in here. I heard that, um, I don't know if this still works, but if you go to Reddit and you enter the code, a small throwing star made of bacon will fly across the screen. So, yeah. There's a bunch of them. Like, uh, it, it, it doesn't. I know this one doesn't work anymore. But ESPN for a time, when you went to the ESPN site and you did the Konami code, it would uh, just basically the entire screen would be taken over by unicorns and rainbows. <laughs> it would just completely like melt the site. It was really cool. I heard there was some time with My Little Pony on that or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, I don't yeah, know. I it guess. could be. Yeah. And uh, I heard Dig also, if you put it in, will play a video for Rick Astley's Never Gonna Give yeah. You Up. So you get, you get Rick Dude, rolled. I just got Rick rolled again the other day on Reddit from something like, and it's, it's still going. And what? you know, it's still funny. I don't it's know. It's the one guy, like we always make that joke, the one yeah. guy who's out in the forest somewhere that doesn't know like yeah. the, those things. That there's the a Peyton Manning on. face that, that people will, will get you with on Reddit and there's that one, yeah. Well, <laughs> I wonder if it works on the Konami website. That's something we gotta go to. Uh, how, how did we forget to go check that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> do? All right, we're doing it. We'll, we'll, we'll uh, do it and we'll 
we'll get the results and we'll social it out. We'll later. social that out, right? Number two, <laughs> a version of Contra has a very dark ending. <laughs> so on the Amstrad CPC, which is a popular console in Europe, by the way, when you beat the game, you get a message that reads, "Congratulations, you have saved the Earth from the evil alien threat." Unfortunately, unfortunately, unfortunately <laughs> destroying the heart activates a self-destruct mechanism which blows up the whole planet. How sad. <laughs> when you win the game, you're like, yep, you, you won, and you blowed up, you blew up the earth. Yeah. <laughs> the how sad part's actually in the game, so too, it by the way. So it didn't really matter. No. Wow. <laughs> that was guy was right in the very beginning. Right. It doesn't matter. You're not going to No, it doesn't live. matter because there's something to strike. Right. <laughs> you you didn't that hear part. that part because <laughs> you were leaving. Yeah. yeah. What if they're like disgruntled programmers or something? You know what I mean? Here's your dumb <laughs> game. You know, oh, it blows up and dies anyway. No sequel. I don't want to make another one. <laughs> I have a long running joke that, you know, in my family, it's like, if, or if you haven't seen a movie, it's like you just say, well, everyone dies in the end. Yeah. Like, this is the per- <laughs> personification of that. Anyway. I had someone spoil Frozen 2 from yesterday. I was really sad. I was so sad. Uh, number three. Sorry, Con- I didn't want to go too off. Did Elsa enough. die in the end of that one? <laughs> My wife had that know. spoiled while she was in the bathroom at the movie theater. The week. Oh, we saw a different bad. movie and is spoiled for that. Sorry, I'm going terrible. off track, but she, yeah, she wasn't happy. I've had that. a, I think it was Frozen 1 or something like that. Um, there was a kid in front of me who was telling another kid about what's coming next. Oh, it's my favorite part. This is what's going to happen. And I was like, oh, oh my geez. God. There's only one movie I ever spoiled for people, The Third Matrix. I came out of the movie theater. I was in Westminster, Colorado. I still oh, remember God. this. I came out of the theater so pissed. It's like, what? this is what happens at the end. I was just like, why did it do that? Why did that happen? And all that. And I was t- basically saying the entire like, like 20 go. minutes of this movie out, out loud. So you were Homer Simpson <laughs> People were standing out. in line uh, to go into the theater. I wasn't doing it on purpose. I was just so angry. I was yelling, and you know, like old man yells at clouds, wow. but spoiling the entire end Cranky of the movie. Cranky Kong. You're yeah. getting Cranky Kong on people. Yeah. I'm, an, I'm a what jerk. A jerk. So, but, but, spoiler alert. Uh, Matrix you. 4 is coming out so yeah, you'll get great. redemption great <laughs> but you're trying to save him 10 bucks or whatever right right yeah no i was just mad no, <laughs> no, i was just it. angry just come out crying it's so terrible <laughs> it's so so, yeah. so terrible yeah. all right number three contra was censored in the pal a region which included europe and australia so in those parts of the world contra was renamed probotector and the which main character which uh, they yeah. censored it with like kind of a dirty sounding <laughs> <word>. probotector <laughs> hey <Probotector>. ladies <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah. Right. Uh, well, <laughs> probotector. Do you have your probotector on? <laughs> uh, did you bring a probotector? Yeah. Yeah. I always keep a probotector in the car. Yeah. They make uh, those, I move on. my wallet. It's I okay. Magnum, right? It's probably still good. Let's try to make one yeah. comment. You move. When, this wasn't even Alex. No, magnum probotector. <laughs> <laughs> the, the gold See, case. Should, okay. I, Super probotector. I, I shouldn't have XL. encouraged him. All right. Move on. Move right, on. Pull up. Pull up. In those parts of the world, Contra was renamed Probotector, <laughs> and the main characters and so there were sev- uh, several enemies in the game were also changed to robots. Huh. Uh, this was due to Germany's strict censorship policies for entertainment that depicted war. I wonder why war- Germany would have a strict policy. Oh, not yeah. nudity, not the topless guys running around. <laughs> no, That's okay. Germany war. didn't have a problem with nudity. Back oh, okay. then. They had a problem with war. Mm. Interesting. <laughs> so I get off. it. All right. Well, sadly, the Palais region didn't get the awesome action movie ripoff box art that we got, which is amazing. Um, and there's really, yeah, there's no blood or extreme gore, especially by today's standards in Contra. So I don't know. Uh, but it, it kind of reminds me of when we played uh, what Zombies Ate My Neighbors, remember? That, yeah. that yeah. was censored. Yeah. They had a guy who was holding a chainsaw. Right. They took it out. Well, they gave him an axe, I think it was, right? Right. Because uh, uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre was banned in the UK. We think there's <laughs> right. some correlation right, there. Right, right, right. It's crazy stuff. 
Uh, number four, I'll go out on a limb and say that the U.S. version of Contra was better than that Probotector game, uh, <laughs> but it's the Japanese Famicom version of Contra that's the true winner. JP, you talked about this earlier. That, yeah. I you spoiled it. You spoiled it. You spoiled an I interesting spoil everything. fact. Spoil alert. Why did we invite him back? I don't know. Uh. He's here? I can't. I haven't heard him. <laughs> I well, add value. <laughs> it's like don't laugh at me. Add value. <laughs> so much more value. on. It's not, it's also like, you know, without you, we just didn't have the proper synergy. That's right. <laughs> the value is just flowing off the table, right? Right now, just <laughs> so much value. I right, well, spew value. <laughs> hey, I'm totally using that at work. work. <laughs> put your, your protector yeah. on. Is that what you said? Nice. Yeah. That, can that be our subtitle? I spew value. <laughs> can that be <laughs> episode whatever five? Contra. I spew value. All right, there moving on. Well, that Japanese Famicom version is really cool. Um, it's got get this. It's got a cinematic story to open the game. Uh, there's additional animations like the trees uh, sway back and forth on that jungle level. Um, there's scenes in between, cutscenes in between levels. There's a map and added difficulty. Oh, because it needed that. Right, right. <laughs> uh, now, this is all possible because the Famicom cartridge had an extra chip in it that the NES cartridge didn't have. Um, Did it then weigh more? It, it might have weighed a little bit more. See, check my, that. My Which is funny because it would have the room. That card, the NES carts are so much right. bigger than the Japanese carts, so why oh, couldn't you have right. room for the chip? Yeah. Money. I, money, I, money, money, money. Money, right. Uh, yeah, but it true. is cool if you can get your hands on it. And it's actually easy to play because it's, it was included in the Contra Anniversary Collection on the Switch. Okay. So you can, you can definitely play it. And number five, you can run through the jungle. By the way, run through the jungle. Yeah, I was say, Credence. Is that the one you said last night? I should have done that. I should. <laughs> yeah. You can run through the jungle in Contra as Simon Belmont from Castlevania. Wow. Mm. Yeah. But, um, but to be clear, you can only do this in a different game. <laughs> so there's a game called YY World 2 for the Famicom. And uh, unfortunately, it never came here to the United States. I mean, with a name like YY World, wouldn't that be an instant hit? I don't know what they were thinking. Uh, it's like a greatest hits Konami game where you pick from several characters from the Konami universe and you can play through levels inspired by those games. Okay. And there's one in the game where uh, it's a full Contra level, like four minute level. You can run through with like different characters and there's even a remixed Contra soundtrack and there's an alien boss battle at the end that kind of looks like that HR guy okay. boss battle. That yeah. sounds cool. So go check it out on YouTube or get the Contra collection. All right. All right. And it is a bonus fact. When Contra came out for the NES, it retailed for... How much do you guys think it retailed for? What do you guys think? Let's hear some numbers from the oh, yeah, audience. Here. You, how much do you think this game cost? How much? $59? do you think? 50 60? 60? I'm right. thinking 62. One dollar. One dollar. Yeah. All right. Prices, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Slow down over there. Thirty-six ninety-five. That's really. Yeah. yeah. That seems so cheap. It does. Well, not so fast, JP. Oh. Yeah. There's more. Have there you forgotten more. about our it, old friend inflation? Inflation. Oh, right. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. What would that be in this dollars? Eighty dollars and thirty-four cents. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's expensive. That is kind of expensive. But I think you know another spoiler alert here. I think even at that price, it's worth every dollar. Oh my. Like, yeah, eighty bucks. But yeah, you don't nowadays. You spend eighty or hundred dollars. It's like for these special editions, and you yeah. have all this stuff. That was There's just three like three versions of a game. The yeah. First one's sixty up to one hundred and fifty. And this one, it's like oh, you paid eighty bucks and you get like. 46 seconds of game time because yeah. you're just dying. Well, <laughs> we, we've talked about back. We've talked about how back in the day games were typically 50 to 60, sometimes 40, um, and that people complain nowadays like about 60 dollar games, like because for a while the price point was 50, and then they bumped yeah. it to 60. But when you think about inflation like that, video games have actually come down in price over well, time. Yeah. <laughs> well, or unless you're playing the new Star Wars game, in which case you buy the game and then you end up playing how much? Like a thousand dollars over the lifetime of the game. Because the new Star Wars game doesn't oh, okay. have any. Doesn't have sure? any. Yeah. All right. You about people complained about right? that, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. An infrequent game. Right? Actually, oh, the right. new Star Wars game is really good. Really well done. It's uh, It's uh, was on the top three. There was a viewer choice uh, 
uh, video game awards this last week and it made the top three. What's so, the Star for this Wars year. you speak? Yeah. Star Wars, uh, what is it called? The is that Fallen what Picard, Order? right? Picard. <laughs> <in> that <one? laughs> That's not correct. Yes, and that was five. It's Kirk. <laughs> it's Kirk, right? <laughs> and that was five ridiculous, interesting facts about Contra. Hey! That was at least two hours shorter than the that was at least Donkey Kong one. Right about now, and uh, yeah, Donkey Kong would just be kicking things off. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Is thank this you, where Zach. I fall asleep in the episode. <laughs> right. Exactly. Do you torture your wife? I mean, um, let me let me continue. Do you torture your <laughs> wife by listening to our episode? Do you listen to him in the car with her? Do you make her listen to the whole fourteen-hour episode? Or? I did in the beginning, and then. She said to stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I never even tried with my how wife. Did she, how, did, how did she break it to you? I love your podcast, JP, <laughs> but I want to rip out your face when I, every time I get in the car. Well, yeah, it's his fault that she was pregnant, so she probably says yeah. that all the time. She hears me all the time. She doesn't want to hear me anymore. She's like, just change the channel. <laughs> it, it is uh, his fault that she got pregnant. He didn't bring his probotech. <laughs> oh, wow. All right. All right. Uh, enough of that. Let's uh, move on and talk about memories of playing Contra back in the day. We collected feedback on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram by asking people to finish this sentence. My fondest memory of playing Contra is... Uh, from Twitter, we got at Poco, who said, the, getting the game for Christmas and getting up early in the morning before the parents and my brother to play it on the big TV in the living room every day. That's oh, very yeah. cool. Yeah. I remember the competition for the big TV. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, I, or some of us only had one, right? You know, like, so same thing. Like, who's, who's going to get to play and who gets the uh, controller one? Like, yep. that's how you get up, why you want to get up early to get uh, player one. Um, our buddy Bear, or at the Retro Bear Den, Rawr. said, uh, My fondest memory of playing Contra is playing it for the first time with my childhood friend John. We played it while listening to the Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure soundtrack on oh, cassette. That's cool. A really awesome combination. Yeah, that's very cool. Now, cassette like, kids, it, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. right, right. That's what, uh, like the mini disc. Oh, wait, that doesn't help. And they're, making a new, <laughs> they're making a new Bill and Ted's movie, right? Oh, yeah. Yes, they are. They are. Yeah, yeah that, that, I don't know. Keanu Reeves is. A very talented man. Why is he continuing to have to? Dip oh, back I hear into another. His... I hear another spoiler alert. Watch out, people in line. Uh, <laughs> this guy's yeah. gonna you know, ruin the whole did movie you know for it's you. A weird uh, Keanu Reeves sort of trivia. Like right as of right now, both John Wick Four and Matrix yeah, Four the are supposed time. to come out on the same day. I don't what? know why. <laughs> I don't what? know why. It seems like a poor choice. Yeah. Are they doing a double header Keanu night or something? Yeah, for right. this exactly. Fans? Exactly. All right, moving on. At Jeff. Skogstad? Oh, man. I, I guess, like, Swedish names is my <laughs> downfall, like, Japanese names. Skogstad? Skogstad? Um, sorry, man. I uh, didn't mean to uh, butcher your name, but Jeff likes to listen to different music while playing Contra. He says, my fondest memory of playing Contra is getting a call from my friend Dan on a Saturday morning yeah. that he got this new NES game. For the weekend, we had an appetite for Contra fueled by pizza, chips, soda, and Guns N' Roses. Yeah. There you oh, go. Nice. I, I, there's, I have a lot of gaming from to like Metallica. Yeah. I didn't do Guns N' Roses much, but like this that. is the perfect game for like metal or something. I don't know if it's intentional, but he used the word appetite intentionally against Guns N' Roses. I right? hope he did. Yeah, <laughs> appetite. He has an appetite for destruction with Contra. Welcome to the jungle. How perfect is uh, that for this game? Come on, you're gonna, <laughs> and you're gonna die. It's like yeah, the perfect thing. Yeah, and it won't matter if you're if you're terrible. You could be a sweet <laughs> child. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. At oh boy, I think this might. Top my list of best handles we've uh, read out on the air on the podcast. On the air, there you go again. I, there is me, the old, the old radio guy. Old radio guy. Uh, at Anarchy Chaos 666. <laughs> Red Falcon, is that you? Yeah. Chaos with a K, too. You know, that's how hard it is. Mm -hmm. uh, he said, uh, or he could be a she, uh, said, my Anarchy Chaos 666 said, my fondest memory of playing Contra is playing the original Contra for NES with my dad as a kid. One of my best childhood memories. 
I would love to have a copy of the original again because of that memory. Oh, yeah. His oh, dad wow. was at like Papa Chaos Six Six Six. Right, right, right. <laughs> I like how you, you that that was a very mysterious handle, and then the message was super sweet. Yeah, yeah like oh, I played this nice. guy. He's played this guy, and then he died. Yeah, like, they, we, it's gotta have something like that. But no, it's very nice. Is it a Disney movie? Right. <laughs> <laughs> he would have died before he played Contra. Um, from Facebook, Dustin T. Not me, because I, I don't use Facebook, and my last name is not T. Um, Oh, is it T-E-A also? Dustin T. Uh, anyway, <laughs> sorry. My, <laughs> stupid. Stupid joke. Cut, the, cut that, please. Leave it in. <laughs> Leave it My in. fondest memory would have to be the fact that it was the first game that I beat by myself. Oh, jeez. Definitely not me. Uh, there are easier th- games out there, Dustin T. You didn't <laughs> right. have to start there. <laughs> he, was, he did Space Invaders. Ah, I give up. Uh, Contra, I'll go all the way through. My friends and I would play it, co-op, using the Konami code, of course, but it was mm. always one of those games you could pop in for a quick game completion. Uh, what? I'm still. <laughs> I'm reading this in, in disbelief. Uh, I've still never beaten it with the default lives, though. That damn bulldozer gets me every time. Yeah, that's a tough nah. one. By the way, you just go to the left of the screen, all the way to the left, turn and just fire. Just hit, just fire as fast as you can, and he'll die right before he, like, right before he runs you over, he'll blow up. So you gotta be really a rapid fire. You gotta be super fast. Yeah, real rapid fire. That's right. There's a bulldozer in this game. Okay. Well, it looks like a bulldozer. It's just yeah, it's spike, kind of a, it spikes for. A oh yeah, I, I totally got to that part. I remember it. Um, the murder machine. <laughs> Jason L says, spending the weekends at my best friend's trailer when I was a kid. Mm. Uh, we always played Contra as a team, but we had our regular agreements, especially, or I think he meant arguments, especially during the waterfall stage of, you jumped uh, too early. Yeah. Yep. No, you did. But we always finished the game on the same page. Aw, yeah. synergy. Did, did they do that predator like handshake where they kind of go, and then they arm wrestle afterwards? <laughs> that's right. That would be that's perfect. <laughs> Our buddy Keith S. Keith Sweat? Yeah, He's back. Keith Sweat is back. Um, playing them with my friend David as a kid. I never owned too many games back then, and he had them both. Spent a weekend figuring out how to beat both. A weekend. Who are these people? Contra was popular on the weekends. You apparently, that, like, yeah. Appar- and apparently people can beat it. All right. <laughs> Jerry R. Oh, Jerry R. Get yeah, him, Jerry. Jerry. Get him, Jerry. He's here. He's here in person. We can uh, get him live. We can, or I'll just read his words to <laughs> yeah, him, which is not awkward at all. <laughs> so you said my, <laughs> <laughs> my fondest memory of playing Contra is playing it at a neighbor's house and being instantly hooked. I didn't want to go home. Luckily, you didn't? Didn't. Tell me more. Didn't. <laughs> I don't know. Let me get the doll. Speaking for Jerry, he said, luckily, I got the game for Christmas and beat it in three days. See, I what? Yeah, God, yeah. I hate all of you. Um, I can't remember if I used the 30-man code or not. I'm going to say you did. Um, my <laughs> biggest accomplishment for that game is beating it, though, without dying. It was tough. Yeah. Well, oh. no, really? So I remember Did that really happen? Is that a real story? You just made it up? That's the real story. Is that <laughs> I'll believe Jerry because he has the uh, he has the Tenacity. strength mm-hmm. and the internal fortitude to be married to Zach's sister. Yes. So <laughs> yes, he's part of the elite commando squad. So yeah. he, you know that he he's got the, the toughness for this game. He's got the attitude. <laughs> All right. Uh, where am I at? Instagram. I've, Instagram. Insta. Instagram at Cooper fifty seven says. Growing up, my brother. 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 See, here we go. Oh, it's Dustin screwing up. No, we'll cut that. Go start again. <laughs> no, we won't. Yeah. All right. Mother? <laughs> oh, brother. Oh, brother. All right, so... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Come on. I was the first one supposed to make a mistake. Oh, I think man. I did, actually. You right. did make a okay, couple. Right, okay. All right. Uh, so on Instagram... <laughs> here we go. This here is we it. Go. Here, this, is, this happens every time. We have the this... The first live retro Game Guys Yay! podcast! <laughs> All right. <laughs> No one's listening, man. Right. There's no there's no stream Not going on right behind me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, right behind Zach. 
Look All at right. yourself. Look at look at yourself. Look at I, the sweat coming which, off of you. Which did you I, pick your nose again? I have I have said multiple times I have a face for radio, so looking at myself on TV is great. I don't have to. I have to look at you live. I don't even want to see that. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> All right, great. All right. So uh, from Instagram at Cooper fifty seven says, growing up, my brother, brother. often yeah, often asked the question, should we go on a contra or a gauntlet run? I can answer Ooh, that question or target run. real quick. Gauntlet every time. Uh, we probably spend an, an even amount on both. Uh, yeah, amount of time. Uh, we finished Gauntlet, but never Contra. I miss those days greatly. Would love to be able to sit down with him again and go on a Contra run. Have a great live recording, guys. I can't wait to listen to it. Wait, we've got some really touching stories. <laughs> the guy that there. said, have a great recording, guys. That's the one you screwed up on. <laughs> Sorry, I screwed up your quote, dude. I screwed up your quote. I don't know how to read. I know. It sounds like there's some sadness in that post, right? Like, I really wish that yeah. one we could go I, back There's a do. couple of these that uh, yeah. when you go back and edit, can you add, like, a little piano track behind them? Yeah. Like, ding, ding. The, uh, shoot the shoot the moon music yeah. or the or the end of the of the Hulk that when he's walking away. <laughs> That's, right. That's right, exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking. All right. Okay. Do, do, do. Sorry, I'm yeah. just looking we at broke, something. On the we script. broke Dustin. <laughs> yeah. we, we totally, we totally broke him. We'll start over. Hi, friends. Yeah. Can we start from? Hey, friends. Welcome to the Retro Game Guys podcast. Oh Jesus. No. All right. All right. All right, guys. Thank you, everyone, for sharing your memories of Contra. Now on to memories from the four retro game yeah. guys. Well, let's make it All three right. because I've never played this game before. You Wait, wait, hold on. You've never played Contra before? What? Well, no. I mean, I've, I know of it. Wow. You never I played mean, like at a friend's house? There's there, never some, I, maybe, some Sega maybe, household. I, let's put it this way. Maybe. I what might have the, played it, but I don't. No, you would remember playing Contra. Yeah, I don't think I did. Um, I don't, like I said, the one person I know who had an NES had like Duck Hunt, Mario Brothers, and like two other uh, games. Mm. So like we, we didn't, even when I played the NES, it wasn't You converted something. them, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I moved, no, no. We just, <laughs> we moved away from him. Uh, <laughs> 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 took my Genesis and ran. So there's me. Uh, wow. How about, shocker. How about, let's go with the first uh, re- kind of return of JP here. Uh, and, return and, of the JP. He, yeah, we know JP's back because coughing is happening in the background. So yep. <laughs> it's good thing we got that cough button. <laughs> All right, man. How about your memories of playing it back in the day? I have none. I've never played this game. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I know. Right. I know that's a right. lie. Right. <laughs> no, I played this um, a lot growing up. I had it myself. All my friends had had it. Um, we played this all the time, and I have a lot of memories playing this with my buddy Tim. Shut up, Tim. He sometimes writes in. <laughs> right. Uh, and my buddy uh, Gabe and Matt. We would play at uh, my buddy Matt's house all the time, and I just you know we do the contra code and everything. And it's funny when you talked about it. I could have sworn it was up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right. Ba select start. Yes. It is if you want two player. Oh, it is if you're on uh, two, but that's why I know it is select start. Uh, yeah, select start. Because he had friends, unlike that. I did have friends. <laughs> unlike that. But no, that, I played I that friends. a lot with them. Um, even uh, a couple years back, I remember bringing it over to someone's house. Because when um, Zach and I started collecting, I started collecting, getting back into collecting and getting him back into it. I took it over there, and we were playing Contra for hours. I mean, we were supposed to be playing poker, and we ended up playing, <laughs> playing Contra <laughs> instead. <laughs> we were destined for this. Right? <laughs> All right. Uh, Mr. Infrequent Gamer, Alex, yeah. please tell me you played it even though you're the infrequent I owned gamer. it. You owned it? Yeah. yeah. I owned this it. is the game you yeah, had. This was one of the best <laughs> games uh, to have for the NES system simply because of the... It was uh, a system seller. Well, yeah, simply because of the way you played with uh, two people. It was so easy. It was so much fun to play with somebody else. Part of the joy of playing this game was to kill people on the waterfall uh, no. level. That was part of it. Um, but and then no, you could also steal lives too. Do you remember that? Like if oh, one yeah, person ran right. lives, you could. And that was another dirty trick. Yeah. So you no, the two-player le- the two-player aspect of this game was uh, super fun. Uh, I played hours of this game. So uh, yeah, everything about this game is like legendary. It's like so 80s. 
totally. this game. You know? Cool. All right, Zach. So I never. I feel, I feel sad for people that don't have this game that never right. played it before. Well, uh, yeah. well now uh, I have well, it. Now well, I have the collection on oh, the Switch. Right. Everyone be, needs to I'll be checking out <laughs> Super C. Super C. Super C. So I never actually had Contra as a kid. Weird. So I used to always play at my friends' houses, um, but I ended up getting Super C <laughs> for Christmas one year. <laughs> played the crap out of that one. Loved it. Um, but yeah, I didn't get Contra until much later. Mm. And the more that I play Contra, and we'll get into this in some of the experiences and all that, but just some games we've revisited, and I've said like, why did I like this game? You know, right. Contra right. was one of those I revisited, and I was like, I I love this game more now. Yeah. No, okay. Like it's just there's there's so many levels of appreciation in Contra. So I mean, yeah. So it was I I remember it being awesome, but revisiting it's actually even more awesome. Very cool. All right. Well, let's now talk about our playthrough, as uh, Zach kind of alluded to, uh, over the last couple weeks. I'm going to ask uh, uh, the retro game guys uh, thoughts on specific aspects of Contra so we can fi focus, ficus, 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 so we can get a ficus in here. Um, <laughs> we can focus a bit more on what makes the game unique. And focus, memorable. Dustin, focus. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brother. I'm losing, the, Brother. I'm losing the throat. I'm losing the brain. Brother. All right. <clears throat> brother. Bother. But, well, brother and bother is about the same thing, mm. right? Oh, you bother. didn't have a brother. No, I didn't. Yeah, I did, and he was a bother. Yeah, let's talk about that some more. <laughs> <laughs> I never learned to read. Um, so, uh, I do it because of you. <laughs> I learned it from watching you, Dad. Um, so, <laughs> what about the uh, fun factor, guys? How fun was the game to you? Alex, I think I already know what you're going to say. You poked uh, him in the eye. Yeah, you'll in the face. Uh, <laughs> it was great. It was, a, it was a fun game. Actually, to, to Zach's point, you know... Uh, when we first started this podcast, you popped Contra on, and we actually played through the yep. entire game in like 15 minutes. Yeah, was, like back a year and a half ago or whatever. Remember that? Back, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and I'll, I'll be honest with you, that was probably the first time I played this game in well over a decade, like 15 years, 18 years probably, yeah, yeah. since I packed up my Nintendo to go off to college. Shame you know, on you. And I left it in the garage. Right. So that, I, the more I was thinking about this podcast, the more I was thinking about that experience. Um, and for me, that was it was everything, and everything came back. Like the code came back, and the the way you have to play with the multiplayer. I remember me dying on the waterfall yep. level again because you were going up and you didn't wait for me, and you kept going up. Lies. And, no, this actually <laughs> happened, and uh, it was all right because you actually knew what you were doing, and I sort of had to get right back into the saddle. Yeah, and, I, was, and I, I was carrying was, you, right? That's yeah, you real. carried me yeah. the entire game. I and we finished the game, and I was like, oh wow, that was actually kind of enjoyable the whole thing because I was actually playing with the pro. So. It felt really good. And just today, when I got back from Los Angeles, no practice, mind you, and I came back, and uh, I, I think I got a pretty good score. I think I did all right. No, you didn't get a good score, but yeah. I, spoiler alert, you might Better than some people, right? snuck by some of all right. us. <laughs> spoiler alert. All right. Mr. But, Zach. Yeah, no, it was fun. It was, uh, it was an enjoyable time. I think uh, everything about this game I loved, and it came back uh, more so. so. Yeah. Zach, fun factor. Off the charts. This is a five-star fun factor game. Yeah. Oh, period. Look yeah. At I, you. Mean, I mean, well, some people are going to be turned off because of the learning curve, right? Because you die pretty quickly. But yeah. brilliant of the programmers to put in the Konami code, right? Because then all gamers, all levels of play can play it. You can you can die 30, 29, 30 times, whatever, and be laughing the whole time. Like it, it you know, experts can speed run it. Right. Guys like me can try to beat it, you know, numerous times. Spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> casual players can just, you know, like you said, we just kind of stumbled our way through it. So, like, everyone gets something out of Contra. Um, I, I think you'd be hard-pressed to find a better classic run-and-gun game. For me, I would say uh, only fun with a 30-person code. I mean, it just... 
there, there's too many jumping parts and <laughs> things that I'm not good at in this game. Uh, this is basically a game set up for me to fail at. Like everything mm. about this game is this is what Dustin is not good at in gaming. Um, so, <laughs> but with the 30 shots. No, I'm thinking because you had to jump actually from platform to platform right? and stuff like exactly. that. Before we started <laughs> the podcast, it was so funny because Dustin would be on this tear with the spread weapon. And I'm just like, go, Dustin. Yeah, keep going. You're about to get to the boss. And he would just jump right into a pit. <laughs> just, <laughs> and I'd watch him go, that little arc, that, that nice tight roll all the way what down. I, what I also noticed. A nice somersault into yeah. the pit. Yeah. So beautiful somersault. What I also noticed when I was doing the run through here is anytime you said anything nice about me, I'd instantly die. <laughs> like, it was like I couldn't handle like, <laughs> oh, hey, look, I'm doing good. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, uh, JP, what about you? Fun factor. Oh, yeah. Like 10 out of 10, whatever, whatever you want to get. It's like right. the, Scale. one of the best ones to play. I mean, even playing by yourself or playing with somebody else or like nothing beats us like even you know i'm gonna sound old like when you look at what i know with how, the table with how difficult games are with how much you have to do and you have to play these strategies i mean this is so pick it up there's a, you know two buttons and you can fire in all directions and you get different types of guns and that's it like it's just mm -hmm. very straightforward and easy to pick up and play totally and even yep. yeah with three lives you, you still keep going back even if you don't know the common konami code you're gonna keep going back because it's just fun yeah Absolutely. All right, let's uh, let's kick off with Zach on the next one. Uh, next question's on the graphics. What do you think yeah. about the graphics of Contra? I think for the time, they're really, really good. Yeah. And you got big bosses, you know, a lot of variety. So the we didn't talk a lot about, like, those base levels. You know, the ones that, the, you know, the views from behind you when you're running in kind of this, like, you know, 3D-looking level. Um, the arcade had those levels. I could see Konami just saying, you know what, just cut those out. Yeah. But they left them in. It's pretty ambitious. But the graphics, there's a lot of variety. You got the waterfall. Um, you, know, you have, like I said, those, those huge graphics. Um, you have, uh, there's vehicles in the game. You know, there's a large robot. You and I talked about this, JP, earlier. There's like this, you call it the football guy, Yeah, because right? that's what it looks like. He looks <laughs> like a football <laughs> player. Jumping around, this large like sprite, this guy jumping through the yeah. screen. So, I mean, and you have to remember, this is, what, 1988? This yeah. is still early in the NES life cycle. This right. isn't 1994, like at the tail end. So I think... Very, very good graphics for the time. Yeah, I'd say I would say just a slight counterpoint that I think in a few places it's a bit over ambitious. The, the your character kind of blinks out of existence a few times. Oh well, yeah, yeah, because they're they're pushing so much it going so on, hard. Right? So, but it's not um, terrible. There's I'm not, not yeah. I'm not knocking like, the yeah. the graphics on contrary in any way. Just to say, I think they they I think they were they were really hard pushing hard. Uh, so there's a couple of places where you kind of lose your character and things like that. Um, the, but I will definitely um, I'll commend them for uh, especially as somebody who's difficulty with jumping. We've played some <laughs> games where the platform edges are kind of like nebulous, mm -hmm. where it looks like it's somewhere, but really it's not. You know, it's either further extended out. Like they're very, they did really good job about your jump, you, where you jump and where you want to land is very accurate. So the graphics are uh, really representative of, of the physics that you're using when you press a button. So they want you to stand there so that they can have the guy pop up out of the ground and shoot you right in the face. Right, <laughs> right, right. There's a lot um, of those things. And, and uh, I mean, to that point, like the what's going on behind us, like it switches around, which is really cool. So you get side scrolling, then you get front to back. Yep. Um, the other thing is there's a really good, ser uh, really good feeling of, of depth in this game. Yeah. Um, you know, you do have a guy in the boot. You're, you know several levels uh, kind of forward in the screen down on the um, water, but there's a guy up at the top that back in the bushes, you know? Yep. So there's a lot going on, a lot of different levels here. Um, so I think they did a fantastic job with the graphics here. What do you think about that, uh, Alex? Yeah, well, one thing we haven't touched on yet is the classic iconic logo for Contra. Right. Yes. Which is the, I think, you know, you were talking about a new game that felt very contrary. What was it, shiny? Chrome, shiny, blazing chrome. blazing chrome. And you look at the logo, it's like, all right, the guy literally just looked at the logo and said, well, blazing chrome, look at that. So, oh, yeah, I didn't uh, get that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look at it. It's, it's, it's uh, the classic. Big, the big fire sea. The big sea. Yeah, yeah, the big fire sea. So, it looks like a dragon. 
Yeah, I think I think they nailed it. I mean, considering how. Nope, everybody okay back there. <laughs> <We're alive. laughs> Considering uh, how small the team was, yeah. uh, hearing about the history yeah, a little bit. Ten total. Ten total people. That's uh, they nailed it. They exceeded expectations for Absolutely. sure. Totally agree. Yeah. JP, your thoughts on the graphics? Oh, no, I think they're fantastic. I think it wasn't until um, when I started hanging out with Zach back in the day, on finding purpose. out that they're, yeah, on purpose, you know, <laughs> that they actually had, the Japanese version had even better graphics. And once I saw how much better they were, I'm just like, I always loved these graphics. I always thought they were great. It was, you know, yeah, you get that little blinking and everything, but when you're on a CRT, you don't see it too much. When you're on one of these kind of newer yeah. TVs, yeah. you definitely see it a lot it's more. A but I mean, it's just, it's really, really good. I mean, when you think about the time and everything. We're doing it live. Whoop. There we go. All right. There's an edit spot for you. <laughs> <laughs> no. Heck with that. It's live, yeah. man. <laughs> All right, guys. This is uh, We ask this t- question every time, and I think this might be an interesting one. Uh, we've sort of touched on it in the fun factor part. Well, what about the challenge of Contra? Too easy, uh, too hard, or just right? Let's start with you, JP. Um, I think it depends. I think when you're going three lives, it's definitely hard. But if you got 30 lives, it's just right. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Agree. Yeah, I would say yeah, there's definitely a learning curve here. It depends on what you want to get out of it, right? If you want to just kind of pick it up and play for 34 seconds, yeah. three lives, yeah, perfect. Perfect, yeah. Uh, but uh, I think that uh, you know, if you commit yourself to Contra, 30-man or 3-man, three you're going to get more out of it. You just yeah. have to keep practicing, yeah. right? So you are, after a while, the difficulty level does come down. Yeah. Overall, though, very difficult game. Yeah. Because one of the things I noticed, similar to Strider, um, the game's difficulty does ramp up like in the middle of the game. I've noticed this because in some of the bosses, if you have the spread weapon, right. the boss will shoot more projectiles at you. If you oh. die and you lose the weapon, he actually calms down a bit and doesn't shoot as much at Interesting. you. Interesting. Yeah, it's, it's more prevalent on like the second boss, like the end of the first base, that boss who's like kind of an eyeball thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. he'll shoot more at you if you have a better weapon. Oh, so, yeah, okay. so the game kind of does ramp up the difficulty. There might even be some more guys that pop up on the screen too based on how like much firepower you I'm have. I'm pretty sure because I think on the spread, I've seen like five guys in one yeah. spot where it's really it was usually one or on two. Yeah. yeah, interesting. Like, I haven't seen that very often. Like I said, the Strider was the last time I saw that. So, yeah, I think overall difficult, but you stay committed to it. People are doing amazing things with Absolutely. this game. Absolutely. I'm going to um, I'm going to chime in here, and I'm going to give you what you might consider a surprising uh, opinion here. I think the challenge is just right. Wow. <laughs> um, I would not call it too hard because it's it's it is hard, but I don't think it's too hard. I think it's it's fair for what it is. You, 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 it's where where I usually call a game too hard is where it feels unfair. Yep. Like where something stupid happens and you're dying because of something stupid. Like where I died in this game was I didn't do the right strategy in a part, or yeah. I really should have been up there when I was down here, or shoot I didn't duck in time. Yep. You know, it's all all the difficulty is in the timing and 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 how you play the level. Um, so I think this is just right. And with the 30 code, it's it is like I said, fun. So um, I'm I'm calling it that. So what about you, Alex? Well, you know, I'm, I'm I, I agree with you. Uh, I think it's uh, perfect. And the more I think about it, the more look you could control your jumps really well. So you could go yeah, back true. and forth. Yeah, yeah. Um, and not like Castlevania. Um, I was just thinking like if you had a lifespan on these guys, and if you were hit like Castlevania and you froze for a second. That would make this game more difficult. It would make this game less enjoyable uh, enjoyable to play. I know you guys were complaining about maybe getting hit once and then yeah. your guy dying. That actually might be 
better than playing where you're like some in Belmont and you freeze in place for a second. Yeah. You know? Could well, and, and, and there are actually instances in this game when you die that it's actually an advantage. Yeah, you land up on a higher you platform on a pl or something. Yeah. 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 The so one time that it isn't, and we actually didn't touch on it because I know this, you've probably know this more than, than these guys because how much you've played as well, but is when, when you're in a part of the game where you do come to a top level, but you keep going down a, a pit. Oh, yeah, yeah. So they'll, you'll respawn and you right literally, into a pit. Yeah, you literally yeah. keep respawning. That happened to me when I was playing <laughs> last night. I got well, because, so mad. Oh, sucks. man. Well, yeah, because there's, there's nothing you can do about it. No. Just, well, because you don't know typically, you don't know where you're coming out. Times? 29 30, 30 30 30 times. Times. Yeah. Wow. I'll have you know it was five times. <laughs> All right. All right, guys, next question. What aspect of the game gave you the most trouble? I will start with that jumping, of course. No, but. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. No. Um, the, the biggest uh, trouble for me was, was just the strategy. Like, um, Zach was telling me some things I never thought of to even try. Jumping? Uh, no, that, that was a different <laughs> game. On this one, I Shooting? did jump. Just shoot. I shot a lot. Um, no, but I mean, just like where to be on a level, yep. right? Like where to start, like especially like the, the first boss, like what kind of order of you know sequence to do things it's in. It's all about positioning in this game. Yeah, right? so that that was really what tripped me up was like, um, I, you know, I, I would get kind of stuck on a part where it's like, why can't I do that? It's like, oh, I really should be down there or whatever. And then just ha patterning out that level, like, okay, up here at this point, down here at that point. Um, that one, that's what probably tripped me up the most, other than jumping. Um, what about you, Alex? Uh, I would say my biggest complaint is more of the... Uh, 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 being able to control diagonally with the D-pad and oh yeah, the, the shooting diagonally yeah, and, and being able to to do some advanced moves. Other than that, I think the game plays great. I just think the game plays great. So my my, I have problems with the hardware. I think there you go. All right, <laughs> that, that's we've heard that before. Yeah. Um, what, what about you, JP? Um, you know, actually, I I would have to say probably with the controller, like you know, doing those angle shots and everything. Yeah. When I haven't played it on a controller in, in quite a while, and I was just like, oh, God, you know, I played it on the Switch, and it's not as bad, but I think it's because the D-pad on that, as we all know, starts to, you know, really hurt your thumb after a while, so hitting some of those spots can be a little tricky, but when I was playing this, a lot of it was coming back to me of, like, the places you jump and everything. Like, when Zach yeah. and I were coaching you, go here, stand here, stay right. there. That all came back to me. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's where I need to be to do that, but it's more of, like, okay, getting those random bullets out of, you know, in your back that you didn't even see coming at you. Yep, that's right. the most, I think that was more frustrating. Uh, Absolutely. All right. How about you, Zach? So the thing that gave me the most trouble was me. Because, <laughs> <laughs> right. you know, I'll play the game like crazy. None of the parts that I died on were the hard parts in the game. <laughs> it's okay. like stupid stuff. So like I'll lay down to dodge a bullet and then I'll stand up too early and get a bullet in the face. Yeah. <laughs> or I'll see a guy and I know I need to shoot him, but I'll jump. And sure enough, I, r I run right into the guy right. or, you know, or I'll jump to a lower platform by accident and fall on top of a guy. Like it's all stupid things like yeah, that. And yeah, I think... Yeah. When you look at, as you get further in the game, that may happen more because the game starts throwing more random guys in the game. So those random elements, those stray bullets, GP, yeah. like you were saying. Those or the random spawns from the, the left. When you're spawn. standing, all of a sudden, boom, you get a yeah, hit. That, like, they, they introduce more of that stuff. So inevitably, like you're going to make a mistake and you're going to get shot. And that's the whole thing. Because I, I was working so much on my boss strategies and all stuff like that. And at the end of the day, all my lives were just lost by me doing dumb stuff. So that's just so frustrating. Then you gotta do like the, the reset of shame. You know, you've been playing for 20 minutes. Like, well, I just lost seven lives on this stupid level for like <laughs> no reason. Reset, start over. Absolutely. So yeah, so it's just the randomness. Okay. Well, uh, let's uh, move on to the next question of being, uh, what tips or tactics did you guys come across? Anything uh, you, you got uh, there, JP? Um, I contra think, code. Yeah, <laughs> the, yeah, the contra code, make sure you know that. It's, it's more of like once you play through and you start to realize 
like in certain boss battles or certain levels where you can stand to avoid pretty much getting hit and defeat a boss really mm -hmm. easy. Like yeah. the after the first hallway that you go through, that first boss you face where you have the guy up above you and you have the things that shoot three down, you can stand in certain spots where you will not get hit with those three and you can just bing, 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 and they're done. And then yeah, just like on the left and the right, right? Yeah, like exactly. The, yeah. right. It's knowing that kind of stuff. Oh, but yeah. That takes, you know, trial and error. Absolutely. Um, Alex, how about you? Uh, tips or tactics? Don't look at me for yeah, uh, tips mind. and tactics. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> One thing I actually will say is you catch on really quick because in some games you catch all the uh, all the, the level ups that you can so all the little things that pop on the screen you try to collect them. In this game you learn real quick not to get the laser. Or right. Not to do other right. Games, mm -hmm. you Don't know? do the laser. So this is actually one of the games that sets itself apart than some other NES games where not everything that you see pop up on the bonus uh, the, to upgrade your weapon uh, is necessarily something that you want. Yeah. It doesn't randomize, though. That is kind of nice. You do know that when you shoot that little blimp thing, it's going to be a machine gun every single time right, that spot right. in the game, which yeah. is good and bad, but I like it because I'm like, I know that's going to be a machine gun. Yeah. For me, uh, tip and tactics, I, um, this is the, I've talked before on the podcast. There's some, some games that back in the day I would kind of map out, write out what was what, yeah. I, what I needed to do where. This, this would have been that game for me back in the day where it would have been like, you know, level one. On top, then totally. then jump in the water, then do this, so that I could you know just follow along each time I went back through a playthrough. So uh, maybe not that nowadays. Nowadays it's more like watch somebody else's walkthrough. Sometimes I didn't do it on this game, but it, it'd be, I'd like literally watch a level like that somebody did like three times and then try to emulate it. Yeah. Um, I would totally do that on this one. The thing I would uh, uh, recommend if you're playing this game on the Switch, I may have talked about this back in the, uh, some other podcast, but. Um, this game screams for the actual D-pad, not the weird thing finger yes. trigger from Switch. Yes. Um, they do sell, and I have one connected my uh, my um, excuse me the the Switch right now. Uh, it, one of those uh, Joy Cons that it has a full actual D-pad on it instead of the it replaces the little button one. Yeah, there's like four independent buttons, and it yeah. like snaps over. It's like no, a no, it's a it's a whole new Joy Con. Oh, it is. But it doesn't have any power to it, but you only, so you can only use it when it's connected to the Switch. But it has oh, its cool. own actual D-pad on it. So that's what I use playing, and that, I highly recommend either that or using the uh, the Pro. Uh, Pro, Pro controller, controller. Yeah. Um, using it on the the regular Joy-Con yeah. is like nigh on impossible. I still have some problems with the Pro, uh, the Pro controller D pad. I don't know what it is. Yeah. We were playing like Rygar and some other games. Yeah. Like if I had to like turn and duck, I would always like shoot at an angle on an accident or something. So there's something I don't know. Maybe it's yeah. the size of the D pad or for, something. For me, the only trip up know. on the one on the Switch is it's a little lower than I would like because they yeah. still tried to fit the other thing. But otherwise, it's definitely the way to go if you're using the Switch. So um, okay, uh, Mr. Zach, what about you? Tips, so, tactics. Like you said, I think this is all about map. Uh, planning your route. Yeah. You know, so there's a big difference between standing on the very top platform or the very bottom platform. And once you master that route, levels can become a heck of a lot easier. Yeah. And what you're saying, also, JP, same thing. There's a lot of, like, safe spots and bosses that I found that also. The, the second boss, um, so let me go back one, one second here. When I was playing this game, I realized that I was dying on certain bosses repeatedly. There's the football guy, the second boss, stupid deaths. I'm like, what is going on here? So if you just spend some time and you map out your route, yeah. you'll find that you can, you'll stop losing those dumb lives. And in this game, another ta tactic is, once you get that spread, especially if you get the spread with the rapid, your job is don't friggin' die. Right. Because if you can keep that weapon, this game becomes a heck of a lot easier because you know your route and you're just blowing things away. It's right? the only way that Alex did got as far as he did on his last playthrough. Well, because you got to know the tips, man. Yeah, yeah. so the Absolutely. one good thing about Contra is, I mean, it, there is randomness as you kind of you know, beat the game and more you know, guys start coming out and stuff, but the major placements of the bosses, of the turrets and all that stuff doesn't change. Right. So you, right. It, you have to just take your 
time, plan your route, and you'll you'll get through it. But Absolutely. Big tip. Let's stick with you, Zach, on the last, or not last question. We've got a couple more. Uh, is there anything that would have made this game better, or is it good just the way it Man, is? Man, I think the Famicom version is, like, the best, like I said, best version of the game. I wouldn't change a thing, really. I mm-hmm. think it's, you know, like I said, casual gamers can get into it. Hardcore gamers can get into it. As a snapshot of, you know, early 8-bit gaming, this is... You know, it's perfect. It's near perfect as you're going to get. Yeah, I don't. I don't disagree. Does anybody have an opinion that says something should change no, about the game? I agree with. I that. think if they hadn't had the 30 player code, in, I would have some disagreements. But no, I mean it. It, it plays well. It's fun to play. Yeah. I mean, it would have been nice to have the rest of the army show up to help you. It doesn't matter anyway. The earth just blows up in the in the game <laughs> at the end anyway. All right, guys. Most important question: How far did you get? What was your score. All right. To remind everyone about the score competition rules for Contra, we played using the th- default three lives. We uh, also allowed the Contra coaches to see getting further in the game before the score competition. Um, w- we just used the three. I'm going to go in the order that I know it is. Hmm. <laughs> so I am <laughs> I came in fourth. Um, but this is you, actually... Oh, really, you were third before I showed up So today, this right? is a really... I was about to... I'm about to tell the <laughs> oh, interesting great. story. You didn't need to prompt me. Oh, um, I came alert. in. I came in uh, the door with a score... Well, actually, before I got here, my highest score was about 10,000. Uh, I'm terrible. I didn't get through the first boss. Uh, Alex and J... Alex and... Sorry, you're Alex. I'm JP Alex. and <laughs> Zach uh, gave me some pointers and tips, got me through the first boss, I put up a score of 25,400. All right. This guy walks in. So this guy walks in. Alex. That's me. That's Alex. <laughs> uh, the infrequent gamer, is anyone, if you haven't met him before. Yeah. Hello. Um, and he, I watch him just completely bomb it for the first like three or four run-throughs. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I got this. I was like, how, uh, how, how long do we have till the podcast starts? <laughs> All right. I can run through this a couple times. So I see him. He puts some uh, some, some some stinkers, some some four thousand, yeah. some five thousands. I'm like, all right, I'm solid. And then then he gets a couple of tips and tricks going. Well, and then guys. I started, started to come back to me because I I had I was yeah. in the NES household. So <laughs> right. So I I put up that twenty five four hundred. Then he comes along with twenty six thousand one hundred, and I was like, nice. No. I was like, no, <laughs> man, we, I, have, I had this. So I, I storm over, grab the controller, uh, manage to get almost to the end of the, the, the second stage, uh, put up a score of 29,400. So topped it by four or more thousand. I was like, all right, I got this. Zach, Zach, it's time to start the podcast, right? We're good. This is it, right? <laughs> I'm getting third place. So then, uh, no, unfortunately, we had a little bit of time left, and Alex managed to squeak out a score of thirty-one thousand four hundred. Right. Beat me by yeah. beat me by two thousand. Yeah, what thank levels, you. What levels thank did you, you guys get? To? Right, uh, let's hear it, folks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, That's the most sad and and like kind of sarcastic applause I've ever. It was going to be another episode of like <laughs> uh, you know Tech Mobile. A little, this is going to be some collusion so here. We <laughs> both got to just the very end of what is that level two? Yep. Right. Nice. Um, that's it. So. JP, at least I'm guessing that you're second because I saw some of his scores. I, They're insane. Yeah. No, I saw I saw some of the stuff he posted. I knew I wasn't sure I was going to get second until I saw you guys. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm going to get second. <laughs> I got this. I got this. I'm, I got I'm, this. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. You're like, no, we're solid. Um, I put down 60,600. And I think I, th- I, mean, I, I might have got the level wrong. It might be level four, but I All put right. down level three. I can't where, remember if it was three or four. Where did you die? Um, the, uh, the, the top... The, Top of the uh, what's it called? 
the waterfall level. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, that boss at the top? So, the boss at the top. He can be a jerk. So Alex, no, did I get past only, uh, no, I think that was it. Yeah. Only three more months of practice, we probably could have beat I think that I have score. to have a kid and stay at home all day <laughs> play <laughs> the video game. I think that would help me all out. Right. So JP scores 60,600. Wow. Zach. Oh, Jesus. What was your... Just <laughs> Hold on. Lay it on us. Did you get 70,000? 50,000. No, oh, wow. no, 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 okay. no, no. So there were a lot more zeros in this <laughs> oh, score. Really? So my initial playthroughs were just under a million points. Mm. I thought I did pretty good. Like, I'm going to go get a drink. Yeah. We need a round at the well, table. Well, no, so, so I, I play this game quite a bit, you know, over the years. And, and uh, so I was happy with my, like, 950,000 or whatever it was. But then this, but Blake, uh, our at sore thumb collector yeah, on Instagram, yeah, yeah. we've talked about him a few times. He all of a sudden posted a score. He put his 2.4 million points and he tagged us. Oh, <laughs> He's wow. like, I'm just going to put this here basically, right? right. And I was like, ah, okay. Like, I just, I just can't let this go. Um, so I ended up uh, giving up some sleep. Uh, this is what he does. If anybody's new this to is the what podcast, he does. it yeah. doesn't matter. He will play the, a game until until his wife is like, you should shower this week. You know, yeah. like stuff like that. Actually, it's more like we're having breakfast. She's like, Zach, Zach, are you here? I'm like, I, I, what? What did you say? I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, just totally, you know. Uh, but uh, yeah, so I lost a little sleep, the little sleep that I do get. And, but last Sunday night, I had the Contra game of my life. On uh, three lives, I beat the game four times in a row. And got three million fifty-seven thousand eight hundred wow. points. Jeez. There you go. Shh. No one applauds. Um, no, <laughs> one applauds. Yeah. no, no. Yeah. I died on the snow field the fifth time around. Uh, last night, by the way, I got an extra hundred thousand, but we're not going to talk about that. Uh, by the way, the f- so when you beat the game, the the uh, game loops. You start level one again with the lives that you had ac- accumulated, but the game starts throwing more and more random enemies. Like I said, the, the fifth time around. That the number of enemies on this first jungle level, you can't do anything. You if you jump, there's a guy. If you shoot, there's a guy. If there's a guy above you, there's a guy below. I mean, they just—it's nonstop assault. Again, like, where's my army? You guys got your whole army. I got nobody. Speaking of the Matrix, as we were earlier, so it's kind of like makes me think of that scene with all the Agent Smiths, like ten million Agent Smiths coming at you. Oh yeah. Yeah. And what's even worse is, and you don't realize this till you might die a couple times is the bosses actually will take more damage, too. Yeah. So part of your strategy is you run up, you kill this boss before this guy behind you catches you. Now yeah. you'll actually die because you, need, you have to you know, uh, you know, put out more damage. Um, and then at some point, I th- man, I was playing for a while, I stopped getting extra lives. No. So I think there might even be a limit of how many right. extra lives you can get right. in points. Um, and lastly here, I'll say, well, first of all, I should say, the streak lives on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the streak lives on. <laughs> for, the la- that, right. for the last episode. Right. <laughs> and, uh, but uh, there time, are obviously gadget. people who have bigger scores than mine. Um, the max score, by the way, in uh, Contra is uh, 6,553,500. Sounds like a random number, but no. I think, Dustin, you'll appreciate it because you're, you're a math nerd. You'll appreciate it. It's uh, uh, got to be based on the 256 stuff, right? Yeah, it, well, it's 65535, which is the max score minus the trailing zeros. Yeah. Um, that's the largest number that's represented in binary using 16 bits. There you so go. There you go. Um, and then I also have to give credit to at Cerebellum1 on Twitter. So she sent us her score of 3,876,200, wow. which is pretty insane. She's like, well, I'm a streamer and a Contra fan. I said I would mention her, but uh, I didn't have enough time to go after that score. <laughs> so I was like, ah, oh, you know. So, so you're so. second place. All right. Yeah. Well, no, noted. So you got beat by a girl. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I That's love it. just fine. I'm All right, guys. My last question, which I don't think I need really, but we're going to ask it anyway. Would you play Contra again? Yes. 
Yep. Yes. Yeah, I, absolutely. I no. mean, I, I make the joke every time that we do this, but, you know, I spent the 20 bucks. I'm going to play the game. Damn game. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. But, uh, but no, I mean, that was fun. I want to do the Konami code. I didn't uh, do that this time because I really wanted to try to continue to improve my uh, three, three run through. So I'll, I'm going to put the Konami code in, get it going. Get that it's three million. Yep. Get that three million. I'm going to see if I can get beat JP score on 30 lives, and I probably won't even do that. <laughs> do you want to know what I did on 30 lives? Oh, yeah. What'd you yeah, do? What'd you do? Uh, I got to level 6, 148,400. All right. Yeah. You didn't beat the bad. game, though. I didn't beat the game. I got close. But you know what? You know what? The levels that are the hard ones is when you start getting those flamethrower levels. Those are a pain. Yes. There is definitely a route on that one. Yeah. That is, yeah. You well, have except to. for there's one, well, I guess there's one part where you're on an upper level and it's like as soon as you jump, it shoots and you have to yep. time to beat that. There's two fire bars. That what I do is I wait till, because they kind of fire independently. Eventually yeah. they fire at the same exact time. Then you could jump right between them and get like this barrier invincibility thing, and that gets you through the rest of the level. Oh, what's what's nice. happening right I now? I have no what's idea. What's going on? I don't know. Are we all right? Three, something I'll you, never <laughs> see. You want to be a three million point clubber. You know what? Evan, we, I mean, yeah. we beat the game together, so obviously I went through that level. <laughs> I have no memory of it. Carried him. All right. All He's right, on my shoulder. <laughs> Go on without me. It's, yeah. it's yeah. just the two of us. Yeah. Uh, all right, guys. Now it's time for JP's Collector's Corner. As much as I've enjoyed hosting this segment over the past couple of months, it's just not the same without the man with the vault laying it down. JP, let's hear more about his uh, collector co corner music. Co collector's corner. All right. You guys started doing music? Yeah. Right, exactly. No, it's time it. to stop. <laughs> All right, there no, you go. Contrast has got to be tough for a bit. Collector's corner. Lay it down, JP. What you got? All right, so. Hello? <laughs> no, I'm just messing with you. Yeah. All right, so uh, starting off with the small stuff. The tiny stuff. Uh, as I've mentioned before, games like Contra used to be very easy to pick up for around 10 bucks. Oh, dude, uh, totally. Yeah, and that's not the case anymore. That was about five or six years ago. Retro gaming, as we know, has really taken off. I mean, we're a good example where we're at here right now. Great yeah. example of that. Yeah. Uh, prices have doubled and even tripled in some cases. Uh, just kind of a little story, side story in this. I bought um, Contra with manual and Contra Force with manual five or six years ago. I bought, mainly I bought it to get Zach Contraforce for his collection slash birthday. Thank you. I bought both of those with manuals for like 40, 45 bucks. Right. Contraforce alone, not even with the manual, goes for about 60 to $100. Like, right. It's ridiculous. How, and that's for not that even, game. For, for that game. It's not even that great of a game. <laughs> right. Excuse me. <laughs> we know JP's back now. There it is. Yeah. Sorry. No cough button. All right. Um, Hashtag no cough button. No cough. <laughs> All right. So nowadays, uh, you're going to pay about $22 for a loose copy of Contra and about $60 plus for a complete inbox, or CIB, as I like to call it. CIB. CIB. Uh, Pro Protector is a slight bit higher, uh, at least for us Americans. You're looking at around $30 for a loose one. Uh, and though, oddly, the complete inbox price is only about $50 or so. so it's only that mm. box art is not as cool. Like, no. who wants yeah, that box art yeah. compared now to the, the Arnold and, and Rambo? Stallone, yeah. And the alien, the, the, the xenomorph. <laughs> the, the orange yeah, xenomorph. The sick <laughs> xenomorph. Uh, and then it's going to be about 50 bucks if you're going to want to pick up Groiser. Did I say that? Groiser. Groiser. We bring this guy in. Where, where were you when we I said the name? I practiced it earlier. Groiser. Is it Groiser? Groiser. Yeah. See, I look at Groiser. Yeah, I guess that, whatever. Groiser. Groiser. For your Commodore 64. Yeah. Right. They. Groiser. <laughs> Groiser. All right. Uh, and that said, the... Uh, that, that, that's... Uh, what? That's sad. Oh, sad. <laughs> I thought there was an I there. Why did we practice? We'll do it over. We'll do it over. Start it over. 
No, it's he's fine. a he's a new dad. Come on, I give am, him a break. I got other things why, on my why mind. Why bother practicing? I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, and that's sad. Amstrad, sad. All right, SAD. <laughs> CPC version. Zach mentioned earlier. Uh, that's like sixty-five to seventy dollars, and it's a bit harder to get a hold of, let alone play. Yeah, and you also got to have an Amstrad CPC too. Right. <laughs> like right, and want to destroy the entire world. When that's you're true. <laughs> I'm going to Europe soon for work. So I'm actually looking forward to picking up maybe like a Amstrad or one of oh, those like doing a European vacation. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I wonder if Holiday those are going to be road. easy to find. They're just going to have, well, I'm like, sure that, you know, yeah. I'm sure like an Atari. Do. They're like, yeah, what do you want? It five dollars. Yeah, Z ZX Spectrum is the other one that's big oh, in Europe. Yeah, I'll be yeah. able, yeah, pick one of those up. All right, so now it's time for Alex's favorite part, and yeah. since I'm here, I get to do it. The crazy collectible. All of right, the week. lay it on me. All right, so believe it or not, there is a collector out collector out there who has even more obsession with collecting than I do. What? Uh, his name is Dan. He's an accountant from Vancouver, British Columbia. <laughs> Today is that that right? <laughs> oh. oh my god! No, no, no! It's a boot. Oh, a boot. <laughs> yes, um, and tim maple syrup. Timbits. That's all I know about. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and Dan is obsessed with collecting original video game artwork, uh, according to Katuko. <laughs> Katuko. Kotaku. 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 I go to that site all the time, and I always pronounce it wrong. Kotaku. 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 Kotaku Bell. All right. Uh, article by Chris Kohler. Uh, Dan has been collecting over 50 pieces of original paintings and artwork uh, from the most popular classic video games. Uh, most of the pieces are oversized. For example, the original Mega Man 7 that he owns is about 20 by 30. It's yeah. massive. It's pretty typical, right? So like you, when you're a painter and artist, you draw something much bigger. So you get all the detail in, then they actually digitize it and shrink it down. Yeah. So those original pieces got to be like super detail yeah you absolutely. probably don't see a lot i mean like when you look at an nes cartridge look how small what is that like four inches or whatever yeah. in, in size for this artwork so imagine that blown up and, and a lot of times awesome. they overdraw it and make it uh much larger as far as like what it, the the box art will have a certain slice of oh, it yeah. and the the, the cartridge will have a different slice and posters will have a different slice so you end up when you get that you get like a really complete piece the art and speaking of that kind of stuff looking at the art of atari book we've recommended uh, a few yep. times has that same idea where you see these like really interesting intricate pieces and on, on the box ended up like the, the little corner of it right <laughs> well you get to see that detail and really appreciate that especially because yeah. like this kind of artwork you know is artwork it yeah. isn't just like oh it's for a video game it's like no somebody had to come up with this idea right if you're a fan of konami games the castlevania artwork so on the label like to your point it's it's you know vertical in orientation the actual painting is like horizontal yeah so like you really? see sort of simon belmont and you see the castle with like you know dracula on top the actual artwork has like mountains off to the side and all that and so oh, yeah oh, you can wow. look online and find the full uh painting of it. Interesting. Not bad. All right. So, well, Dan is also a big Konami fan, and he really wants that original Contra artwork. Uh, he wants it so bad that he's actually offered $100,000 for the artwork. <laughs> Jeez. So if one of our listeners out there has any original <laughs> artwork uh, just sitting around, uh, you have a crazy collectible you know, in your possession, and you should go cash that in. <laughs> right. Wow. hundred grand for the yeah. original artwork. If one of you guys had that artwork on hand, would you sell for Yes. Okay? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, well, yes. No. So, no, so if I went, I got two mouths to feed. $1,000? So if I went home and I was like going through the closet and I pulled out this you know, large like matted right. Contra artwork, I'd be like, wow, this is really awesome. Wow, this is the original Contra artwork. That's so great. Hold on. Like, no one knows who has it right now? 
No, it's no. out there. It's out there somewhere. Maybe. Someone's got it. I mean, maybe someone. It's has been it. sold before, but then they lost kind of the lineage. They lost track. Of yeah, it, it might be. Know where yeah. it went. I wow. wonder if it'll be like that. You know, how they find in old homes, they find movie posters that were used as insulation. I wonder if that's how the. Yeah, well, that, right. that, that could be. But if, you know, if someone pulls it out like that, you know, I'm sure there's gonna be a moment where like this is really amazing. But like, are they going to want to? Is it worth a hundred thousand to hang on to it? Can you imagine? You know? Can you imagine if I, if like, let's say I go in my garage, I pull it out, and I go, oh man. And my wife comes out to the garage, check out this thing. Uh, it's really cool artwork. I'm going to put it up on the wall. There's a guy who wants it for like $100,000, but I'm going to put it up. You know yeah. how quick my wife would be like, give me that. Like, there's no way. Where are you? I'm at, I'm at the UPS store. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I mean, take a picture, digitize it, you know, take a picture of you next to it, smile, and then sell it for $100,000. Yeah. Uh-huh. I know. I heard that the, um, the Castlevania artwork might be missing because there was a huge earthquake in Japan. Oh. Where yeah. the Konami headquarters got damaged. Yeah, I think yeah, a lot yeah. of those got damaged during that earthquake. Such so. a bummer. Yep. All right. Well, uh, on that light note, thank you, JP. <laughs> You're <laughs> uh, welcome. Now it's time for our retro game giveaway. All right. We've got a few original <laughs> copies of Contra dragged out of the depths of JP's game vault, no. flown on a helicopter by, to the Amazonian jungle, and dropped <laughs> by themselves so and hope they can survive. No, there's no hope. <laughs> there's, there's no, no hope. hope. <laughs> Good luck. All right, this they, month they we have a couple of winners. Um, we'll start with a winner from social media, uh, which we went with Francisco L. or Anarchy Chaos 666. <laughs> uh, Zach, why did we pick Francisco? Well, uh, Francisco pulled at our heartstrings, if you, as you remember, about uh, when he was talking about playing Contra with his dad, you know? Um, also, his username scares us, so we're afraid if we don't give him uh, the game, he might hunt us down. So, congratulations, Francisco. You get a copy of Super C for the NES in a case signed by us. Thanks for listening. All right, all right, all right. And now for our listeners or audience here in the room, we have a copy of Contra. Contra. And we are going to give it away. We had uh, some uh, raffle tickets that we, I think, handed out. Hopefully everybody got one. Let's do this. Let's do it live. Let's do it live. And so I'm shaking up the the tickets. Here we go. Here we go, people. This is a really nice copy, by the way. JP's like salivating over it. He's not. Yeah, he's not happy. We're we're we might have to swap that. I don't know. There you go. (laughs) Mixing around, mixing around. Let's see. So our winning ticket is six six nine nine eight seven five. Eight seven five. (laughs) No. Oh no! Oh oh! We got to draw again. Eight seven five. Oh. It's not. What's your ticket? I I don't. I, I <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll go again. We'll go again. again. We'll yeah. Go again. That's what happens when you leave. Yeah. Yeah. You must be present to win. The golden oh. god. I wonder if that was they the golden gods. They yeah. would. They would have stayed if JP yeah. wasn't here. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, probably. All right. Here we go. Moving on. All right. We're gonna go. Uh, interestingly, six six nine nine eight seven six. Eight seven six. How, 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 many, how many of these got passed out? I told you all they'd right. all leave. All right. All right. <laughs> We're going to give this one more shot, and then I'm just going to point at somebody. All right. <laughs> all right. Six, six, nine, nine, eight, seven, three. Oh, hey, oh, there it is. All right. All right. Come on down. Come on down. Come on down. Yay. Get him, get him, Jerry. Get him, one. Jerry. Got yeah. the, got the contract. Thanks, sir. Thanks which, which, which kind of doubly works because he shared a social media post, also, right? Yeah. The yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you go. Congratulations, Thanks, Jerry. Sir. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Now it's time to talk about what game we're going to play for our next episode. Zach, want to share what's next? Yes. So <laughs> we've done what maybe thirty episodes Something or so, like give Something or take. Like um, and most of the games we played, um, and it's also you know the era. 
most of the games he played have been action games. They right. require a really you know fast reflexes and a lot of practice and those sorts of things. Well, the guys have been jonesing, jonesing for us to do a game they think they can beat me at, something that maybe takes a little more strategy, maybe less action. Hashtag end the streak. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, and I'm a little scared because I just got my butt kicked uh, by Don a couple weeks ago. So <laughs> I'm on the ropes a little bit. Um, so in our last couple of episodes, we've been talking about doing SimCity. And that is a city Different. building game. Dustin just picked up a copy here at the RetroFix. And you all should shop at the RetroFix here I may, while you were here. Jerry and I may have picked up the last two copies about, of SimCity. But there's other great games. <laughs> and see, I, that's a miss by me. I should have coordinated with Rudy here and said, like, please don't sell that game to my guys. Because now they're going to start practicing. Right. Um, but yeah, I'm stoked about this one. I mean, this is a, a strategy game, right? I yep. mean, it, this, this takes a lot of patience. Yep. It takes a little, little bit of practice. Yeah. Um, I think, though, you guys have played SimCity before, right? I think oh, we've yeah. all... It's one of my favorite yeah. games from the oh, SimCity. I've actually... I've never played... This is probably the only version of it I've never played. I'm SimCity... Like, yeah, I've never played on the Super Nintendo. I've never played, played on the, that's how I started. my compact computer. I started there and then worked my way so, up to the yeah. other ones. Yeah. I just discovered that my mother-in-law actually has a copy... has a Super Nintendo still at her house. I didn't know this. Uh, and she, she has it just basically to play Dr. Mario. <laughs> so I'm going to be going over there quite a bit for Christmas. And it, it's an easy strategy. It's back in her sewing room. It's an easy strategy for me to avoid the rest of the family. Yeah, there you go. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I've got to do research for the podcast. I'll be back in <laughs> happy the holidays. sewing room. And happy holidays. <laughs> that's the perfect experience. Like, remember being a kid, your parents would drag you to like an, you know, right. their relative's oh. house. The first thing you would do is, you guys have a Nintendo. We you talked about that. Right? We talked about that on the uh, Mike Tyson punch out uh, episode where every Christmas for me, was playing Mike Tyson at my uh, uh, uncle and aunt's house. Yeah. With all the kids would pile upstairs. So yeah, it's totally going to be that same experience. Yeah. I might let one of my kids in the same room, but we'll see. Yeah, and there's some <laughs> exciting uh, history and lore around this game. So last year, uh, for example, the Video Game History Foundation they uncovered an unreleased. It was kind of a lost copy of a version for the NES. Yeah, oh, it was going to get yeah. released. Yeah, and they, they finally got into someone's hands where they were they were able to actually dump it and make the ROM yeah. available. So, that's so, awesome. so not only am I looking forward to playing this game because I think I can beat you at it for once. Although I beat you at NARC in one, that in is one pretty cocky. Um, but uh, it has a lot of, it's got a really interesting and rich history, not just the SNES version, but um, outside of that as well. So um, I'm really looking forward to doing this one. Wow. Me too. I've already started, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and right now, my game is sitting at home on, and I'm collecting money from my my <laughs> residents, so just so you know. So let's uh, bring it on. Cheater. 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 Wow. Cheater. We're going we're gonna to set some rules about this. Yeah. And I think we're, uh, it's the holiday season, right? Right. Might be taking a little bit of a break. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, we're we're gonna we're we're not gonna do a quick play this time through. A uh, little bit weird to coordinate with the holiday break. Uh, so uh, that January first one won't be coming out, but January fifteenth we'll have SimCity out, and then we'll get back to our bi-weekly releases. Um, so yeah, let's wrap up right now with a right recap now. of this week's Contra rankings. In fourth place and uh, learning how to fly or jump or shoot. Uh, would be me, uh, 29,400 points. Yay! Good attempt, good attempt. I, try, I tried. Good attempt. Uh, squeaking it out there at the very bitter end as he gets off a plane. <laughs> Mr. Alex, third place, 31,400 right. points. Yeah. Keep it going. Coming in pretty much double that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> would be second place, JP, 60,600 points. All right. And it's those muscles from holding the baby. Yeah. Right? You're really kind of built up. And <laughs> wiping the proverbial floor with us, as bad of a beatdown as we've taken on this podcast, I think. 
possibly. Uh, maybe Mike Tyson's was worse where he beat us with his feet. Um, <laughs> but True story. In this game, 3,057,800 points, Mr. Zach, in first Thank place. You. Thank you very much. Mm, I'm not going to lose in front of a live studio audience. Uh, Let's put, <laughs> put it that way. You're not even going to, like, you almost, almost exactly 3 million points higher than our, <laughs> our highest score. If you put all of our scores together, you'd still beat us by 2,960,000 points. I should have tried harder. Like. I should have tried harder. Oh, boy. All right, guys. Well, that is all the time we have for this Contra episode. Thank you for everyone's participation here in the AFK Lounge. This is it's fantastic. I hope we get to do this again. Yeah. Hope you enjoyed listening to the podcast and it makes you want to run through the jungle. Run through the jungle. <laughs> For the Retro Game Guy, Zach, Alex, JP, I'm Dustin saying game on. Happy holidays and new year. Until next time, friends. All right. Thank you. All right. <laughs> we did it. Wow. The opinions and views expressed on the Retro Game Guys podcast represent the views of the speaker alone and are not the views of our employers.